Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Thanksgiving episode of Frame Trap. I am joined by Michael Huber. Yo. And Bradley Alice. I just realized this. I feel like extra far away. far away. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how that plays out. Super far away. You could always scoot. Yeah. You got a lot of real estate. I do. Yeah. I, I feel... Spread your wings. I feel too separated from the boys. <laughs> One-winged angel. It's too... It's really... The, the only reason it's the Thanksgiving episode is because we're shooting this just before Thanksgiving. That's right. Uh, any Thanksgiving plans that you're doing this year? Anything you're excited just about? Just at my parents' house, man. Just chilling, get the whole family there. I don't I, have to travel. I have not had Thanksgiving with my family, I feel like, in a little while. Yeah, Damn. well... Yeah, yours looks further away. Right, we we it's like we can't do we can't go home for both Thanksgiving and Christmas. So it's yeah, like you got to pick one. So you of choose the, the big boy. Yeah, yeah, like most of the time we yeah, choose yeah, yeah. Christmas. So yeah. is uh, Thanksgiving just a very chill thing for you guys at your house? Yeah, uh, normally we go to Sujita and have ramen Tight. on Thanksgiving, which is great. Cool. But this year we're actually we just decided to go to Seattle. Oh, so cool! Just like spend some time. Yeah, cool. Arcadia Bay. With the wife, I've, I went to Seattle for like a, some game thing. I don't yeah. remember what it was, but I haven't really like. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. The yeah. yeah, yeah, seems nice. GameWorks went there last time. Oh yeah, <laughs> man, I haven't been to a GameWorks in a long yeah. time. How about you, Huber? Uh, going to the in-laws, twenty-five nice. deep, twenty-five. Oh peeps. shit! Yeah, cool. Yeah, we do that. We've done that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you like that? You like the the big family stuff? Yeah, yeah. I do. Okay. I nice. love the. I like it when it's a little smaller, a little more intimate. You yeah, know? I, I do too. I prefer the smaller when ones. When there's so many people, you mm. kind of yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. hard to like connect with everyone. You know, yeah. there's just pandemonium. Uh, but it should be it should be a good time. Cool. You know, I say that, but I think considering the last two years, yeah, a big family with a lot of noise sounds true appealing in a way that it normally wouldn't to yeah. me. Uh, but yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Hell yeah. Good. Thanksgiving time. It's feeling good. I, I'm i excited to go home this year. Cool. I, I am. That's sick. I, I very, 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 That's very sick. much am. But, um, and 2021 strong. And 2021 strong. Exactly. Exactly. Also, you know, it'd be nice to like see some snow, have some cold weather. Yeah, man. Really Wild. don't like the cold, but I think now, you know, we, just being separated for so long and living out here for so long, it's, yeah, it's a I nice mean, change of pace. Yeah, like Maybe you yeah. wouldn't want to live in it again, but right. it's Ex- nice visiting. Exactly, exactly. Uh, what is nice revisiting, and it's... I always love on Frame Trap when we have a game that we can all talk about mm-hmm. uh, pretty evenly. Mm-hmm. And boy, Halo sure feels back. Yeah. In a big way. Yeah. Um, the Halo Infinite multiplayer beta... But also kind of the main thing. It's the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just stealth released. Yeah. Um, and it's been generating a lot of buzz. And I have to say, personally, I have been having a blast. I don't think I've wow. been so... Like, there was a, there was, there's been a couple of moments where I've been playing Halo Infinite, and I'm like, oh, I, it's like two hours have passed. Yeah. I love that yeah. feeling yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, when you are so wrapped up in a game. But I want to get your guys' opinion on... On what you think, you know, Huber and Brad, you've also been playing a lot of Battlefield, which mm-hmm. I have not been, mm-hmm. and just kind of comparing and contrasting the experiences. I always compare Halo to Call of Duty more versus Battlefield. Sure. I know this, they have this big uh, connect the or collect the little 
devices and put them in the thing. What's that mode called? Shit. The shards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forget mm-hmm. the name of the mode, but yeah, uh, I do too. But yeah. it, like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where you can steal the. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a really cool mode. Mm-hmm. I was like, kind of not iffy on it. I was like, oh, this is fine. But then like. Really started to get into it. Started stealing them from the other team, yeah. uh, and I ju- and like throwing them to your teammates. I just really like that mode quite a bit, mm-hmm. and just a credit to how polished this game is. You yeah. know, right out of the gate, it feels so good to play. I know the battle pass is kind of a mess, but they've already talked about well, adding changes to that. They have. And, they yeah. have already changed it. Yeah. 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 And there's there's still a lot more work to be done. I feel like on that front mm-hmm. to just make normal play rewarding because mm-hmm. uh, right now it can kind of feel like people are just going for the challenges and right you know just just make like kills and wins get you and objectives should just give you like a base amount of battle pass xp and i think yeah. it'd be perfect yeah maybe how you perform yeah. in a match yeah reflects more on that it's funny we we spent a lot of time talking about this on this week's uh podcast mm-hmm. and yeah i do agree i think because now it's you get 50 xp for every match that mm-hmm. you play, I think you should get another fifty XP for winning. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't see, and I I think even just that alone would encourage yeah. more objective play. And, yeah. and that sort of thing. They're just because it's like the season's going to last till May, I think. Right. So yep. I think they're yep. afraid yep. of, like, I think they're afraid of putting their foot on the gas all the way. I definitely think that because they don't want people to level up and get a hundred and just bail, you know? Yeah, and. Which is like it's a really tricky thing to balance because that's a real problem. That could be a real problem for a lot of people. Right, yeah. right, definitely. I do think it, it is nice, a having such a long season because you always have something to work for, and b, I also love because I run into this with Dead by Daylight that the battle pass doesn't, doesn't expire. expire. Yeah, so if which you, is great. If there's something you really want at the end of the battle pass, like yeah, I want you those, want your head to be on. I want fire. those Halo Reach armor sets you mm. can get, like. And those are like way down the battle pass yeah. line, but it's like I want those. Yeah, I've really only looked at the very end. I should look at the rest of it and kind of like yeah. chart. Yeah, they're like, like in the exactly seventy nice. range. Nice. Yeah. Um, it feels so good to play. Yeah, that's, it just that's... feels freaking good in a way that I was not expecting. You know, I played every Halo, played every Halo. You know, right. Here we are again, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm pretty lukewarm on four and five. Uh, but this really, and I, and I've seen the sentiment just kind of unanimously. Everyone right. is like, "Yo, I haven't been this obsessed since three yeah. Reach ODST." Yeah, like or at least me and Huber. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of Halo fans that have kind of been out of Halo for a minute are right. yeah. fully back in. Right, and I I do kind of want to get into that because I. I said this during when I played the technical flight, and I think now getting more time. Uh, with the game, there just feels like so much time and effort was put into tuning mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And I, like taking a look at all the weapons, yeah. I love being like, there's there's a use for this. There's a yeah. use for that. Like, And having each of them be fun in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think the map design is pretty incredible uh, in a way where like depending on the map that you're on the entire vibe of the match changes. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. the mode is responsible for that as well, but like where they're putting power weapons, how that affects the match, um, how the, the like weapon respawn system and where that all is placed, mm-hmm. all of it feels really, really, really good uh, in a way. And it's funny because there have definitely been people out there that, have, are, that are like, 
this needs a battle royale. This needs a battle royale. It's going to get old in a couple of weeks. It doesn't have a battle royale. You know, like Dr. Disrespect was getting out there and saying mm-hmm. that. And it's like, actually, I think what makes this special is that it it definitely has this old school foundation, right? Yeah. This sort of like team arena shooter. Mm-hmm. But it's doing it so well that it feels like fresh and fun and exciting again. And I think it's like executing on that so well that it doesn't need to chase after all that other stuff. No, I really no. don't think it's necessary. I think it was no. smart to focus on to get that that classic Halo feeling right yeah. this time around. Like you could do Definitely. the, like, I guarantee it they've thought of doing a battle royale for Halo. Oh, absolutely. There's like 0% chance they haven't thought about that. But it's like yeah. they got to nail the core of Halo yeah. first. Totally agree. And I think they realize that and getting what's, getting everything right. Because like, they did this with the campaign. That's why there's no right, no co-op. There's no forge. It's like they got to nail stuff yeah. first. Then you could do that. This is going to be a service game. This is not yeah. you know you buy the game. That's it. Ten there's, years. We're going to be deep. adding stuff to this game for a long time. <laughs> Absolutely. So. It feels so good to play Capture the Flag. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I am so into Capture the Flag. Yeah, yeah, like just the 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 teamwork. You know, you you right. really feel it. Like it's it's a really nice balance because. Call of Duty, you you never really get that feeling of mm-hmm. teamwork, you know? It's right. a bunch of lone wolves on a team. Yeah, a lot of the time. Most of the part, a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, and in Halo, it just really feels like, even when you're not trying, you're kind of just with the team. Like, right. you know, if someone has the flag, like, allies are coming to protect that flag or pick up the pieces and move forward, so. Yeah, and you just have those wonderful moments where you're like, I'm going for it, and you yeah. go for the flag, and you get it, and you end up bringing it back to base, yeah. and you get the dramatic, like, you, your team scored, and yeah. it feels so good. Um, some of the best moments for me so far have been Oddball. Oddball is so fun, too. Oddball sick. It's good mode. Like, yeah. not only... Seeing the team kind of coalesce around the the ball holder and like finding a place where you're holding up and just like again that tension, but just the funny moments of being like, oh, I I managed to kill that guy with the ball, mm-hmm. and the game goes, how embarrassing! Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah. it's it's fun. Getting those medals is super fun. Just like fear the pink mist. It, yeah, it, it has like this this sense of joy to it yeah. uh, that mm-hmm. I think is is really important. That was lacking for a while. Yeah, going back to uh, what you were saying, like, I'm not against it Battle Royale, mm-hmm. but I think, I don't agree with the sentiment that it, like, needs it. I think right. it's definitely doing its own thing and reminding people yeah. why Halo can be so I mean, it's fun. like, maybe it won't be as popular as Apex Legends or mm-hmm. Call of Duty Warzone because it doesn't have one at this moment, but right. it's like, it could still be successful. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the top one in the game. <laughs> and I think it does such a great job of of showing why Halo yeah. is so legendary, yeah, yeah, right? Like, it does. We're talking about the weapons and the map design, but then there are also just those moments where you like, knock somebody out of their ghost or hop in yeah. into a buddy's warthog and you just kind of have that sandbox that chaos, moment, yeah. Right? And so it's mm-hmm. that stuff is so special too, I think. Uh, I will say though, my critique with this though, is I've been playing a lot of this and I've been having a good time. Yeah. But after playing for a long time, I feel like there needs to be more. More, yeah. yeah. That was my next so thing I was going to say. <laughs> my, my big issue right now is... Not being able to choose, like, sometimes I, f- I just want to play Capture the Flag, or I yes, just want to play yeah. this mode or that mode, and, like, sometimes just hopping into these playlists 
and either getting a lot of the same map or a lot of the same mode, or you're just not in the mood for a certain mode. Yeah, that kind of stuff. You need is to be annoying. able to select that a little yeah. easier. And that's why I think the battle pass is getting so much heat too. Because if that was addicting, addicting and compelling, mm-hmm. it would alleviate some some of the repetition, some sure. kind of the sameness of the. But yeah, the it's maps like and I want to play big team Slayer. Yeah, yeah but it's like. Hope I right, get it. Right. You <laughs> hope you get it. Yeah. I, I agree. Sometimes I just want yeah. Slayer. Yeah. Um, and so I think more options than me, and it's like what mm-hmm. you want, um, is definitely necessary. I do think that that is coming. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. think it'll come. But just of playing quite a bit of it, I feel it, you know? I, yeah. I do miss it. Um, in regards to the Battle Pass, Huber, I've definitely had mixed reactions. There are definitely times where I'll get something and be like, ah, I don't want this, and you can yeah. cycle through some of that stuff. But then there are other times like getting the one where it's just like, yeah, just run over 10 people. And it's like, I probably wouldn't have done this, yeah. but then spending a couple of games just like exclusively trying to go for that <laughs> yeah. has yeah. been a really fun. Yeah. yeah. Of course, it goes back to the argument, like me doing that is probably hurting yeah, the team. Yeah, But uh, I've never been a fan yeah. of any kind of challenges like that. I, that... I do think... It is good, though, that there is a separation between, like, big team battle and quick play and ranked. Totally. Right? Totally. Like, going into big team battle, I'm not like, we have to win this. Yeah, you know? yeah. Ranked mode. Yeah. So intense. Yeah. Love it. Very intense. I love that stuff. A lot of placement matches as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love just, like, climbing the ranks, mm-hmm. tournament style. It's so fun. Yeah. Oh. I, I haven't... Ranked is definitely what I've played the least. Like, I'm not... Mm-hmm. I'm at... I think, like, the back end of placements, but I haven't finished nice. all my placement matches yet. Nice. Just because, like, I don't know. I've been in a lot of games where it's been pretty sweaty already. Like, yeah. people are Sweating. going hard on yeah. Halo. Like, yeah. Th- there's definitely oh, been yeah, a lot yeah, of, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been. Oh, there's sweat, baby. It's been intense. I also like, I said this in the podcast, and I agree. I do think the UI is a bit of a mess, but I do like how many customization options there are. Mm-hmm. Going back to the battle pass, like it's exciting to unlock things mm-hmm. just because of how cool some of that stuff looks, and I do think it'll get better. Like everybody wants the samurai. Armor when is that on. event? Is I that... don't know. I don't know when it is exactly. I feel but... like it, they said it was a week later, so it should be coming up. Yeah, I hope it's. I hope it's soon. I'm like that ready thing looks to sick. grind yeah. that yeah. so hard. That's the kind of stuff I hope is limited time. Because mm-hmm. I like that the battle pass is unlimited, you know, it doesn't stress people out. Right. Uh, but it would be nice to have special events that make that stuff even more meaningful, more rewarding. Be there for this event. They have that right now. Yeah. There's like some yeah. set you can, some rewards you can yeah. get if you played. Yeah. During so the there's, time. there's, that's there's, cool. uh, there's, yeah. I, that's another thing that I like because you were talking about like grinding out the battle passes. There mm-hmm. are. If you do all of your weeklies at the end, you get like an ultimate challenge that you can do nice. for a piece of gear. Mm-hmm. So that really incentivizes cool. you to clear through the whole list. That's cool. Which is cool. I don't think that stuff is like presented very well in game, but I still mm-hmm. like the concept of it. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It just feels good. Like mm-hmm. this just feels like such a celebration, and it's something free to play. Yeah, PC, Xbox. Yeah. It, it's it's the, wild. It's the kind of thing where, like, with this and with Forza Horizon 5, I feel like Microsoft's plan, like, really starts to make sense in mm-hmm. a way that, that like, it's so fun just bringing in my Xbox on the stream, and it's like, well, everybody has access to this. You know, I don't have to ask, like, mm-hmm. oh, you buy it or Isla buy it or Blood buy it. It's just free. Anyone can play it. There's immediate cross progression, so when I go home and I want to play on PC, I just mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. There's no hassle. Clean. 
it's just like so clean. It being free and like the fact that that progress carries over regardless of how you're playing, that that, that like simplicity, that that lack of a barrier, I think is so yeah. so important. This is probably the honestly one of the best years they had. Mm. I think Microsoft in a yeah. very long time. Right. Like, I can't think of many years that's been better than this one for them. Yeah, it's it's actually crazy because like playing a lot of multiplayer in a night, I'll have moments where I'm like, okay, like I want to relax. I wish, I, I, I want to just go play the campaign. Like yeah. it's getting me really excited ready, yeah, yeah. to kind of have that back and forth. I'm ready. Uh, and it's, I, I feel so jazzed about the campaign. I've been purposely avoiding <laughs> like all coverage yeah, yeah, of it yeah, yeah. because I want to go in as blind as possible. And so I hope, especially since there isn't co-op, there isn't Forge, which is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, even Halo 5, I was going to play Halo 5 co-op with my wife and it was just like, oh no, there is no local co-op. I was like, oh, no, wait, local. I forgot oh. about that. Yeah, yeah kind, of a, kind of a hallmark of the series, just yeah. not there. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited for the campaign. I hope it delivers. Yeah. Um, just a really solid foundation. Yeah. The future is bright mm-hmm. for yeah. Halo Infinite. It's, in one day, I liked it ten times more than I ever liked 4 and 5, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, just yeah. the whole feeling. Like, from the very first match, you can just feel just feels lighter, more refreshing, like not as try hard. Mm. You know, four and five just kind of had this edge to them, you know? And it's so weird because like four and five are not my favorite Halos, but I I like them more than a lot of people get credit for. I think four and five to me at the time just, they weren't exciting me, you know? But the advantage this has, it's been like six years since five. And when you come back good, it makes it all the sweeter. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Kind of... To give credence to what you're talking about, I think something that is a little bit disappointing about um, 4 and 5 is you think about like the Promethean weapons, and it's just like, yeah. this is kind of just a different flavor of the same thing. Like, yep. This is kind of just a pistol whatever. or just a rifle or just a shotgun. That's actually something I really like about Halo 5. I'm not going to sit here and say like they're the craziest weapons ever, mm-hmm. but like firing the disruptor at a weapon and just disabling it is really fun in a multiplayer cool. match. The the like grenade launcher that bounces off the walls is really fun to fire in a crowded room. The mauler just shooting a spike at somebody <laughs> is fun. Like the, rules. the weapons are again like really well thought out and very distinct. They feel appropriate to Halo, but some of them it's like this feels like a little bit different than other Halo weapons that I've used and mm-hmm. I I appreciate the creativity that they're showing. Yeah, uh, with yeah. Some of that I mean, stuff. you got to have the reliables. Oh yeah, you got to yeah, have yeah. those, but you got to have a few new tricks. Right. Yeah. And man, like I love, I love what they did with the assault rifle and the pistol because they're weapons where, like, starting every match with them and having them all the time, I'm like, these are super, super good, and I feel like I can use them in just about every situation. Mm-hmm. But they're not, like, so good yeah. that I don't want to go out on the map and explore totally. and get power weapons and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Like, they feel, they find yeah. this, like, really perfect pocket. Yeah, The AR feels slightly nerfed for the better, mm. you know? It just feels a little weaker than I'm used to, and I really like that. Because, like you were saying, it encourages you to yeah. get other weapons out there. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, the AR and the the pistol complement each other so well mm-hmm. where, like, once you get extremely accurate with the pistol, like, you can become pretty Pop deadly with that shots. thing. But, like, you have to work harder than you do with the AR, and it's mm-hmm. like the AR is, like, an old reliable, yeah. but it just doesn't... 
it's not going to rise with your skill in quite the same way. And so it's a super interesting balance. Like, yeah. Also, the grappling hook as a consumable is pretty genius. Yeah. I'm just so... We're going to get into it with freaking Battlefield, but I'm just so over operators and specialists and heroes. (laughs) I'm just over that whole trend. Just stop, please. Mm -hmm. I like when... You just choose your loadout, you have your character, and and that's it. Like, the grappling hook is an item that everyone can get, not just this one person. Yeah. The the equipment in Infinite is actually something that I'm not completely sold on yet. Because, mm. like, when I get it, I do like it and think it's useful. Um, like, the grappling hook is a blast. Yeah. But... Love the grappling hook. It... With with all of the equipment, it feels so situational, and it doesn't necessarily feel powerful enough to like go and prioritize over at the cost of weapons. Mm-hmm. And so it's like good, but I like even now I'm like, man, I haven't been able to grapple around like as much as I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I definitely need to put a pin on that that's, and reevaluate that. Statement. That's kind of my opinion on some of the guns. Mm. That's where I'm at with some of them. Where oh, a lot of them so I've good. used, I'm like. I don't see the value in this yet. Yeah. Kind of thing. And that's why I'm a little bit hesitant about the equipment because mm. that was my initial response to some of the guns. And then I I kind of crossed that hurdle mm-hmm. a little bit. I've uh, definitely been in a spot where I see a gun and I'm like, yeah. I don't want that yeah. kind of thing. I do wish the shotgun was stronger. Yeah. Um, Good rate of I, fire. I get, Good capacity. Yeah. I kind of get why they presented it the way that it did, mm-hmm. but... If you're so yeah. close quarters, that thing can be devastating. Yeah, it, it definitely can be. It can, yeah. but I think it needs to be a little more devastating. Yeah. I, a little I, more. Yeah. Where I feel like if I have a shotgun in a close encounter, I have a much bigger advantage. Man, classic like Halo shotgun yeah. felt like it was just about as yeah. powerful yeah. as a rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be that powerful. Which, yeah, yeah, but, right. Yeah. Maybe that's too far. But. Especially in a game of Halo where I feel like a lot of it, close quarters are the right. battle rifle, mm-hmm. then you... You whack each other. Right. That's like a yeah. staple of Halo. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. feel like the shotgun was a nice disruption. Yeah, it mm-hmm. disrupted that kind of yeah. thing. I wonder if they'll just add weapons and whatever to the existing mode or if they'll have special events. Like mm, I could imagine like a Halo 1 event where That's it's a really cool Halo idea. 1 yeah. maps and weapons. And all of that, kind of, kind of like Battlefield Portal in a way. Just gonna say, yeah. So it's like I could totally see him going that route, or just adding like the shotgun to the the weapon. I mean, the pool. But then it's then it seems like Halo twentieth anniversary. It seems like the perfect time to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if it'll be special. I think that's a great idea. I Uh, I love what they're doing with like the. I believe they're adding a. you know, classic Master Chief skin, classic mm-hmm. Warhawk skin. Because yeah. mm-hmm. this stuff is sick. Because this whole season is Reach, mm-hmm. so it's like, well, during the season, are they going to have like a Reach maybe week maybe a or Reach, reach map month or where it's like, yo, here's like all the Reach stuff. And yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. This guy's special limit. event. Yeah, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how this evolves, and it's mm-hmm. so awesome because it kind of feels like right now in this moment, everybody is excited about Halo, and mm-hmm. I, I hope that that. Stays. I yeah. really do. Yeah, it'd be nice. It would be nice. Well, the thing I'll say about the shooters this year is, which I really appreciate, is they all feel super different sure. from each they other. Really yeah. do. So you can kind of fall in your little category. Like, personally, I'm enjoying Halo the most out of all of them this year, yeah. and I've played all of them. Not as much as I'd like to, but Halo is grabbing me a little more this year. So, Brad, it's actually interesting because I didn't plan for this to happen. I just sort of fell into it where I was planning, after spending time with the Vanguard beta, I was like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it was, it was okay, mm-hmm. basically. Um, it's okay. 
And then yeah. Battlefield, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm excited about Battlefield. I'm more excited about Battlefield than I have been in a super long time. And then just out of nowhere, Halo came out, and I kind of just spent all my time mm. there. Mm-hmm. Like, I really have not been playing any yeah. Battlefield or Call of Duty just because I've been enjoying Battle, it. Like, so. Call of Duty, I've left behind. I did it for the review, but right. it's like, I'm, I'm done with Call of Duty. But, but Battlefield is different for me. I won't really play Battlefield by myself, but I will play with, like, Mike or sure, something yeah, like that. Definitely. I have fun doing that. But Halo, I will play by myself, you know? Right, like, oh, right. I'll just play a few games. Right, definitely. Um, and it, oh, it's so great because of how flexible it is where, like, you know, playing, like, just Call of Duty Team Deathmatch with your friends, I feel mm-hmm. like it's not that different than playing it alone, but you just get banter with each other. Yeah. I feel like Halo has this whole spectrum where I can play it with friends and it'll feel mm-hmm. very different. It'll be yeah. a little bit more chaotic. Or I can play it alone and it'll be... Equally satisfying, but in a totally different way. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, um, Halo being on PC day one has been like a, oh, a huge God. reason why I probably yeah. enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. It's because of mouse and keyboard. Yeah, like, absolutely. I traditionally Halo controller totally get it, what people prefer on controller, but yeah. I prefer FPSs with the mouse and keyboard. Just and having it's just, the option. Yeah. Just having the option is great, and yeah. it's been awesome for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's dig into Battlefield, because I'm actually like really curious to talk about it, because... like. I I want to play Battlefield. I want mm-hmm. to be um, excited about Battlefield. I've just been playing a lot of Halo, mm-hmm. and it seems like from the outside looking in, people are pretty disappointed. People are being really loud about the problems, as they should be, because there's a lot of changes and a lot of issues. Through it all, I'm fucking obsessed. I got obsessed this weekend, where I'm just like, yo... I'm ready, dude. Rest of the year, yeah. It's battlefield time. All, you were in. You were I'm putting in. your whole. I am all the fully diving in nice, now. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm feeling the grind. Uh, the review came out today, and it's pretty harsh because a review is a snapshot of the time of it. Right. And battlefield right now is a little rough. You know, all but yeah. the most dedicated fans. Like, I wouldn't recommend. I'd be like, yo, give it, give it, give it a little time. It, it's so give it funny a few weeks. how history warps things because I feel like in the Battlefield community, you bring up, like, Battlefield 4, and it's spoken about with, like, this reverence and it's, this joy. And I remember the Battlefield 4 launch being a, a total month mess. of chaos. <laughs> right. It was a month. Right. And so just... Every it's, time. It's, it's really interesting how it kind of flip-flops. That's the problem, is every, every time. Battlefield that has come out in recent Launch is sketchy. Yeah, and it's like... Right. It's every time. It's every time. It's, and it's every time. But I, but I think you said that's... That's what is so incredibly frustrating about this. It's just yeah. like... Do you need to come out right now? I know. It, they do because they need their Black Friday deals. They need their holiday rush. They need those December sales, which is everything. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Too much money on the table to ship your game before the holiday rush. I just wonder how many times they can get away with doing this. Well, well apparently forever. Forever. Yeah. But because it's like, people just keep doing I, it. I will say this, though. I have gotten less excited about Battlefield as time yeah. has gone on. As a franchise, yeah. I just don't get as excited anymore. Yeah. Because it never launches good. Yeah. And that's what I want to play it the most when it's new and it's exciting. Mm-hmm. But it's like, when I played with you last time, I was just, I got, I was ready to uninstall that game. Yeah. I so, mean, it's rough. There's been, so like the issues right now are like unable to connect, you know. Unable to res. Yes. Unable to res. You'll just be stuck dead, you know. And that sucks because you'll be like halfway through a match. And you'll have to leave, and like, there goes your, there goes your match. I mean, that's your match that's stuff. Huge. That sucks. Huge. That is huge. That's, that is that's a not, that's huge. That's not a little nitpick. That's that a is a di- fundamental problem. Yes. Yeah. They've already addressed it. They said, "Yo, patch this week. We'll fix it." So, like, yeah. it's being addressed. 
it's fucking annoying, but like, I'm 34. Mm-hmm. I like to say I'm a patient human, mm-hmm. so I put up with more jank than most. You know, mm-hmm. more issues than most. Right. I prefer four-hour movies. Sure. You know, if but, I get, if I get booted to the screen, yes, that's annoying. That's like hot back in an MMO launch, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I could. I totally understand that, but it's yeah. just like, man, I'm fucking sick of it, though. Yeah. I'm just sick of it, man. Uh, yeah, for I, sure. I I just think. In such a, it's inexcusable. In a such a crowded space, like Halo launched I, I perfectly. Can't, I can't imagine that being the mm-hmm. right call. Like I yeah. understand that the, the audience for Battlefield is massive, but it's yeah. like, not only do you have Halo and, and Call of Duty with new iterations mm-hmm. right now, it's like, you know, you have other games that are still going. Yeah. You have Apex Legends. You have Fortnite. You have, yeah. you know, insert example mm-hmm. here, Valorant, whatever yeah. it is. That I I just. From word of mouth alone, it just doesn't yeah. seem... Yeah, it's just easy to also, though, like, hone in on that, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. it's, like, all the, lo- on the, bad. the law of averages and everything. Right. It's, like, last night I played for four hours, and it was perfect. Sure. The patch isn't even out yet. I played for four hours. It was fun. You know, you look at the volume of hours. I've played right. this thing, like, 30 hours mm-hmm. and maybe, like, an hour of inconvenience. Like, you look at the long mm. term and, like... It's the most frustrating when I want to play with Brad and it's breaking then. He gets booted, you know, right. trying to sync up with friends. Right, and it seems like that has been happening. A but lot. Just some problems about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like playing with your friends right now I think is even more challenging, which is like Maybe. what Battlefield is all right, about. It's, it's yeah. something that the series definitely hangs yes. out on. I, I yes. want to get your opinion on this. So I watched two different reviews for Battlefield yeah. 2042. I watched uh, the Angry Joe review and I watched an mm-hmm. IGN review. Yeah. And I, something that was so damning to me, mm-hmm. in both reviews separately, they said the most fun that I had in this game was playing older Battlefields inside <laughs> of it. And I was like, wow. <laughs> like that, they're like, it reminds me mm. of a time when yeah. Battlefield was good. For uh, sure. The. I agree and disagree, 100%. I agree that the class, the classes should never have been changed. I do not like... So dig into, what what is the issue with the app? So I do not like the new specialists at all. At all, at all, at all. I don't want them ever again in a battlefield. It's too late now, EA, you messed up. I don't (laughs) want them. Uh, So traditionally, since 1942, Battlefield, there were... Classes, there was Assault, Support, Medic, and Recon. Recon was a sniper. Yeah. Medic could revive and heal people. And you needed everybody. You needed everyone. Because there was no, like, regening health. You would run out of ammo, and you would need to rely on that. Yeah. Now, Ben, before I even get into specialists, first of all, you can regen health. What the hell do I need to seek out a med pack for? I don't even need a medic. some of your vehicles regen. Your vehicles repair automatically over time so i don't like the repair yeah. tool is just like it lost there a lot of value. for nostalgia purposes like why is the repair tool even in this game like yeah maybe once or twice like in pandemonium i can get out and like repair and like in this incident will help but like usually if you're in a in a tank like they'll just go away and repair mm-hmm. like the reliance on other people now is just straight up gone. And they are, are like, no. You know, after the first technical test, EA was like, no, there's more flexibility. You have more options, more creativity. Right. And it's like, with more options, work with more flexibility, 
It all just bleeds together. It all bleeds together, and my reliance on anyone else is gone. When teamwork happens, it's by chance. Yeah. It's by accident. It's like, I went down, and someone was right here to revive me. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Cool accident, bro. Well, isn't isn't some of that <laughs> buffered by just the nature of the game mode themselves, right? You think about Conquest, mm-hmm. you think about capturing points. Like, doesn't yeah. that inherently take some teamwork? Yes, but now going from 64 to 128 players with such big maps, so many points, your contribution just kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Gotcha. It's like, yo, I'm capturing this sector over here, but it's like such a cog in the machine, you know, such a small Mm. thing, whereas Mm. traditional battlefield, I could paratroop behind enemy lines, back capture this point solo as like my two squad mates spawn on me. Mm-hmm. We're one squad taking this entire area now. Mm-hmm. Foothold in the, like your impact was heightened and the synergy and the teamwork was so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, fundamentally there's just less teamwork and that is a huge bummer. Mm-hmm. With that being said... Because it goes both ways. The benefit is playing solo now is kind of the most fun it's ever been in a battlefield. Mm. Ah, yeah. True. Traditionally, when I would solo queue without my buddies, right. I would always be a sniper. Because mm-hmm. that is inherently a solo right. role. Roll. You know, when I'm rolling with Brad, I don't want to just camp as a sniper. I want to be a medic or support or whatever. Right. But when I play solo, I'd, re- I'd do recon. Now, you can be right in the middle of it. You can be you know, a healing sniper or, mm-hmm. you know, Boris has a turret that he can throw down and I have med packs that I can throw down. Like, there's just more options to mm-hmm. be more self-sufficient. Like, mm-hmm. I can b- be a running gunner and have an AR. Uh, so you just have more options solo. But again, there's just no real incentive to help anyone. Further contributing to this is the scoreboard has been completely redesigned for no reason. There's like, you can't even talk to the other team. It was like, they went so aggro on trying to avoid toxic chat and toxic everything. First of all, your own teammate is toxic as shit. Everyone's talking shit with each other. Yeah. Now there's no scoreboard. So like all it really keeps track of at a glance are kills deaths. That's stupid. Kills deaths and assists. That's not what Battlefield is about. That's Call of Duty. Right. KD is Call of Duty. You want right. to fucking go kill a hundred people, go play Call of Duty. Right. The scoreboard is gone. Traditionally in the past, it would be like, yo, one a kill is a hundred points, a capture is like five hundred. You want those caps. You want to throw down ammo for everyone. Mm-hmm. I could be like, I was I, I used to be like Five and ten, five kills, ten deaths, but like second place on the team. Right. Because I'm contributing to the team. Right. And like that sounds like a nitpick, but that shit is so in like incentivizing to mm-hmm. just my morale and my contribution. It feels like I'm helping the team now. Again, like I was saying, just when you capture a point, you get some XP mm-hmm. and you just don't feel it. Yeah, it made it feel more unique. And like yeah. battle like you could only get that in Battlefield, which yeah. was sweet. Yeah. But now when you're getting rid of that, you're just like, man. Yeah. Um which I feel like they can fix. I, I feel like a lot of these things we fix. Yeah, when I when I did the, the, cycle, the, baby. the preview, the technical problems were definitely like the most concerning thing. Yeah. But I would say the thing that I liked the most, and again it was it was a limited preview where we only got to do one map, but I liked 
what they were doing with that one map, right? So it's yeah. the one where the ship blasts off. Orbital. Orbital, yeah. And just kind of how firefights played out yes. in that map where it's like, okay, on the ship. The maps are amazing. Like, going underneath, there's so much chaos that can happen. There's, like, snipers on this building that you have to zip line up. Yeah. And they're, like, try like as you're parachuting down, you got people covering you. It felt like it kind of understood yep. the... Uh, inherent appeal of battlefield yeah. of of like chaos and strategy yep. you know that Dude. That, that synergy mm. the, the the criticism i cannot get behind or abide is the maps mm. i think it's the best launched maps in a mm. battlefield game ever now, how many don't are at there? me there's seven only okay but all seven to me are amazing i don't want to skip any they feel different they look different i love 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 the maps and that's why i've actually turned turn the corner on the game really because initially it was like dude just give me the classes in portal mode mm -hmm. it's all i care about but now i'm just so in to the 2042 maps like in portal you know you can you can do the classic characters on the old maps which is cool but like there's just something about these maps that i'm just like getting obsessed with and just like the wingsuit like off the building and stuff there's like cool tools to take advantage of the maps yeah um, but it does feel just overall, just the game feels more isolating than it ever has, mm. you know? And I, and I think, you know, the size, the lack of the scoreboard, the <clears throat> specialist roles. Is it true? Cause this was something that was weird during the preview mm -hmm. is you couldn't like zoom in on the map and they're like, Oh, it's just something with this build of the game. And then I saw, and then I saw in the full release, like you can't zoom in on that. Can't but zoom it's like, in why yeah why that seems insane yeah i'll want to spawn on my person but then like they'll be on the point and i'm like no i want but then you have to click them it's just like weird little also i i <sighs> hate that lie so much where it's like oh it's just for the preview no yeah. it's fucking not yeah you know like <laughs> yeah uh. day dude preview event or review event the first question was like how are you going to stop xp farming in portal they're like, don't worry, we've got it. We're monitoring it. Day one XP farming, they had to just turn it off. They had to turn off progression and portal. Well, it, I mean, all of this stuff, it makes it just sound like they're not yeah. listening. Yeah. Like, like they're, they're sitting here, everybody's yeah. screaming at them like, we don't like specialists. And they're like, no, trust me, you don't yeah. get it yet. I know. And that that I think that yeah. disconnect is is really poisonous. It is. And not to like bring this up again, but I think... Halo Infinite is garnering so much goodwill where it's like, okay, this progression's a little fucked. We're going to yep. do this for right now. And it's just like, it's see, like even just getting out there and being like, hey, we're listening and yeah. having that feel genuine yeah. does wonders. They did say, they did, they have addressed all those main issues, the reviving bug, the connectivity bug. Like they're yeah. like, yo, we've got these this week, we promise. So, I mean, they're on top of it. The game's been right. out technically for everyone for like four days Right. Calm down. Calm down, everyone. Yeah. Like, that's what is happen. the rush? It's been four fucking days. This game's been in development for three years. Well, I also like, think... Like, well, one side, obviously, your $70 yeah. game should work. I know you're going to say that, obviously. No, I'm just going to say the game's not ready. It wasn't Sh ready. Sure. Yeah. But, like... I also think there's uh, a tremendous I'm amount so of torn. hype. And you and I were feeling it as well. Yes. Uh, tremendous amount of hype going into 2042. I was expecting Goaty. They, and like, I am I am that's eating what my words. Hurts so much. I know this was the year I know. I know. for them. I know. Especially this was with the Call home of run Duty year. just I being know. whatever. I know. Like they could have, they could have 
slammed it out of the park. I think, I guarantee you, if they waited to delay this game even further, it would have been better. I agree. And it would have been received better. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. I. It's like, think about Halo. It, like, think about think about the journey that Halo yeah. had to go on. They fucking totally. delayed it a year. People were pissed and shit, but totally. then it's like, Halo, Halo, now was, when it's out, Halo was eating shit for totally. years. Yeah. Totally. And, and totally. It, but it, it's, it seems and like it's, it's free. sticking the landing. It's free to play. It's, it's, it's like free to play. And so all those years of shit eating, like, don't yeah. matter. Yeah. They're completely forgotten. They fucked up. They fucked up. I'm, and, like, I'm a lifelong fan, so that's mm-hmm. obviously there's... I'm willing to put up with a little more. And I'm used to shaky launches. Like, I remember the moment Battlefield 4, like, a month after launch, when it all clicked. It was, like, the new another patch. And it was like, oh, here we go. Everything feels good yeah. now. Well, like, and, like, yeah. this will get there. Right. Will it be a month? Will it be three months? Will it be a freaking year? Is it dead on arrival? But, like, I guess it's just frustrating because, like, this era is... Look at this bug, look at this bug, look at this bug, look at this bug, look at this bug. This game is only bugs. I mean, you have mainstream IGN quoting a Reddit thread where it was someone was like, look at all these missing features. Mm -hmm. And it was just like this weird hodgepodge list that like kind of made sense, kind of didn't. It was like, well, that's not really a feature. Like what are you even complaining about? Mm. And then IGN reports that, and then just the whole narrative is like, yeah. you know, again, played four hours last night, it was perfect. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like that, that that all or nothing mentality we're in, where it's like, yo, this game is goatee, or this game is trash. Yeah. Yo, this game is flawless, or this game is a broken pile of met. Like, worst reviewed right. bomb game on Steam now. It's just right. like, so exhausting and it's so much and like I'm not excusing this launch at all dude this is a no. $70 one of the biggest game releases of the year and it's inexcusable yeah but it's like settle down i i Holy certainly shit. i certainly think that you have a point right because with these big game releases it's 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 almost like an algorithm is like making these videos where it's like like, you know, you see the YouTube thumbnails and the titles. Can you believe how broken yeah. it is? Yeah. You know, some guy the screaming franchise his face is dead. Up. And I guarantee you six months from now, you'll get the yep. YouTube... Like, again, these titles fucking write themselves. Yeah. Where it's like, Battlefield is good now? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Guys, yeah. the latest patch, it, it, it's good. Yeah. Like, it, 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 things are just so hyperbolic and sensational and yeah. predictable. You're it's frustrating. not wrong, and it's very easy to be cynical about all that. But it's yeah. interesting because, like, you said, like, "Oh, hey, I'm 34. You know, I've got more patience than most. Like, yes. you know, like you, people are freaking out." I I think that is an interesting perspective because I'm sitting here being like, "Okay, I'm 32. Like, there there's so many things that I want to be playing that I don't have time for. Like, okay, it's broken. I'm just gonna move on to the next. Yeah, thing. come back you know? around. And I'm not I'm not trying to be yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. It's just like I. Listen, it, it, yeah. maybe it'll be better later. I got like a zillion things it I want totally to It totally will be. Yeah. Like Brad said, they, it wasn't ready. It just straight up wasn't ready. Yeah. Right. So the thing about this is, with Battlefield, I feel like this is if it wasn't my job to cover these games at some points, I wouldn't buy this game when it came out. Yeah. I would just wouldn't do it because I know yeah. it wouldn't be ready. You're right, dude. I would just wait if I was into it. And like maybe if I waited, I would just get over it and yeah. I'd just move on to something else. You're right. absolutely right. And it's just. It's been a constant cycle, and yeah. it hurts. It like this may be an over exaggeration, Huber, but it makes me think of World of Warcraft to an extent of 
just not getting it every yeah. time. Yeah. Just not understanding it. Mm-hmm. Like you're not understanding the game that your fans want in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that Coming is off, that's the weird sticking point for me. Yeah. Is it the specialist? What it, the fuck is that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. If your entire like, community is too up late. in arms, maybe Overwatch it's not the right is thing. dead, dude. Why are we still doing <laughs> heroes? Like what do you you want your fucking Call, operators? Call of Duty yeah. did too. It's all because you want to milk the identities of the characters, skins, so baby. people get attached, so they buy skins for the character. That's all it is. It feels so manipulative. I think that's why it's why so annoying. Halo Infinite is hitting so hard. Is it kind of feels like, hey, we got blasted for the last two games. We yeah. like took that in, yeah, and are like here is what we want, and mm-hmm. we think you'll like it too. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I don't know. I think that I think that goes so far. Yeah, despite my qualms of this game, I do think there's some great moments there's, that we've had that, that is, have been really fun. That yeah, is, definitely. it's a very complicated and we're, situation. We are, we've played Battlefield yeah. for a long time. I'm thinking about like the average person, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you're an average person that plays, you know, you just buy yeah. your Call of Duty or whatever. It's like, yeah. Why the hell are you gonna buy this game and play this game when there's so much competition? Yeah. And you don't get a quality experience because technically, yeah. for me, because I love the game so much, it's like <laughs> Halo is way more polished, just mm-hmm. a better product right now. I've had so many issues in Battlefield, but that's where I—that's where I am. I, just... I have more fun because I like. Yeah. The style, you know, yeah. I love fucking buildings exploding. I yeah. was getting in a chopper, raining death, jumping out, totally. parachuting, throwing grenades. Yeah. yeah, and you don't have to be apologetic like, for that. I mean, yeah. like, again, going back to the preview, I walked away from that thing being like, yeah, I had a really good time. Yeah. You know, there are there are concerns, but I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because like the, <laughs> I I get you. I think what you're you're kind of boiling down is like underneath it all, your your heart is. Yeah. Going dun 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 like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's just in your soul and yeah. like I have a super deep love for Battlefield as well like Battlefield 1942 is one of my favorite games of all time but like what your Battlefield is I think that's my Halo yeah. like no matter what your I'm Halo, in yeah. for know? sure for sure <laughs> that's like Battlefield no matter what I'm in. Yeah, it's I, just it is such a bummer because yeah, it's you know, a bummer because it could be better and you see it. Yeah, you see the potential there. Yeah, yeah. And like, you're just like damn, like oh, this conversation in six months. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so funny that we're having this conversation because I think we didn't even talk about Hazard Zone, but we didn't talk about Hazard Zone. I was, yeah. I was actually going portal. to get into. I feel like no one is talking about Hazard Zone. Yeah, it yeah. kind of seems like a flop. It's almost. It's really impossible. It's impossible to play on your own. Kind of, you know, yeah. when you queue with randoms, Which it's just counter to every other design decision you've been telling me about. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, it's a mess. Uh, really cool, fundamentally though, because there's eight teams, thirty-two players only, but only two extractions. Only two teams can make it out, and I really like that. So it, there's an extraction in the mid game and an extraction at the end game. So when you're going for the extraction, teams converging to that escape. Mm-hmm. It it's amazing, so nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it has its. Moments. That's really cool. I, I've not played yeah. a match of Hazard Zone. Yeah, so curious and it has its own progression, like Counter Strike. Anyone who tries money. a new idea we or should, something, yeah. I think, is really cool. I yeah. just want to play a game with you guys at some point. I know yes. you've offered, and the schedules have been nuts, but holidays, holidays, yeah, and maybe they'll f- yeah. <laughs> fix their game. <laughs> I like Portal's so cool in that game. It's I so love. Cool. Yeah, I think I'm Portal's really so sick. Yeah. 
and I feel like it's just getting overshadowed a lot. Like, no, people know, said, people know, people, people know, know, but people know, people know. But I'm saying the bad outweighs the good things. It does yeah. so much more. Yeah. The, all the headlines and, and I know. the narrative is just like hate. hate it's hate, really pom, pom, easy pom. to pile on. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the pile on narrative. It's, I mean, that's just the the narrative of most things now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's more a little more nuanced than that. So just don't listen to the clickbait headlines. Just like right. read all perspectives because through all the warts and scars and issues. There's still some yeah some really to you excellent you, stuff. You want, yeah, there's excellent yeah. stuff. You just got to think about if you want to only spend listen the cash. to us. Yeah, only listen to only us. Listen to but us. there might yeah. be some yeah. Black Friday sales or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> I I feel like my uh, response to <laughs> Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. I'm sorry. And Did you see how Pro? hard it? How much that hurt him to say swimming in sevens I about love, Battlefield? No, I, I love how emotional this whole presentation was. Um, I was actually Pokemon. really looking forward to Pokemon. Oh, no. I was looking forward was. to these remakes. Here's, was. Yeah, yeah. Here's why. I basically have no meaningful experience with Gen 4. And I was like, oh, man, they're remaking this Gen. Like, people speak so highly of it. I can't wait to go in. I love Pokemon. I can't wait to play Pokemon. I was... Truly looking forward to it. Because Nintendo didn't send us a copy, I laid down fifty nine ninety nine of my own cash a Thursday night. Wait, they didn't the give e us a copy, period? They did no, they didn't give it they did give us a copy on Friday, but I was like, I want to oh, get in Thursday night. It's usually, yeah. I want those extra hours. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ten and a half hey, hours to. in to Pokemon uh, Brilliant Diamond. I chose Diamond over Pearl. It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Ugh. I I think the most difficult thing about covering these games is how little there is to say. Like I I am at a loss for words. Like multiple times, multiple times I've had to go to Google. Like I, I'll get on my chair and be like, "So what's new?" <laughs> like <laughs> nothing really. No, there 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 is, but it's just like the most nothing bullshit ever. Like it just. It feels like like a factory made this game. Like oh. it's it's crazy. Where it's like okay, I, the graphics are new, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're they It's a brand new visual style. I do, on some level, I appreciate the chibi look because of how evocative it is of classic Pokemon. It's kind of cute, but even that, it's nothing to like write home about. There's nothing truly yeah. like special about it. It's not like when you're looking at Demon Souls. We yeah. were like, holy shit, this looks good. Right, and I realize this is a different, <laughs> different thing systems, on a different but... platform, of course. But even with that said, like everything is presented so flatly. Like I'll be there's there's no voice acting whatsoever, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But like the way the dialogue is presented, I multiple times I'll just like tune out and be like, wait, what did they say? Okay, <laughs> I guess it didn't matter. Like it just <laughs> it just it's just nothing. Like yes, oh, man. also, yes. like your Pokemon. <laughs> once you get to a certain point in the game, your Pokemon can follow. You can pick a Pokemon to follow you around, which has been in other games. Let's uh, go, right? Yeah. Let's go. Had yeah, it yeah, was yeah. one of the games Whoa. that had it. Are they to accurate size? If you get them to follow, oh, that you? was fun. I've just said I've just done one so okay. far, and it seems. Let me know how Snorlax is. But yeah, I need to get like an Onyx or something. How does Snorlax follow you? What do you mean? Well, in Let's Go, you hug Snorlax. Yeah. That's the great yeah. thing about it. Yeah. Isn't he, like, sleeping? He sleeps a lot. Does he sleep yeah. on? Well, you wake him up. Yeah, you just wake Poke him up. The flute, baby. Yeah, I got it. Anyway, like, something I do want to say is I like Pokemon enough that 
there is a base level of satatisfaction like me with battlefield yes there, there it is. is there is a base, the level, base of level of satisfaction yes, we all got our vices. i like yeah. going <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and yeah. catching new pokemon yeah. i have this ocd where i like collecting yeah. things. are you a shiny hunter I'm not a shiny hunter, but I could be, right? Like, I feel like I could activate that switch. You need the right push. Right, I need the right push, yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm enjoying that. I like these creatures. I like, it's like, I, I love how comfort food it is. But goddamn, it is absolutely nothing more than that. This is the absolute bare minimum that they could have possibly done. And I was thinking about it. I was thinking about Sword and Shield, right? And I don't like Sword and Shield. I think Sword and Shield have, have a lot of problems. But my complaint with Sword and Shield is like, okay, they tried some new things. They failed. They didn't do them good. But they tried something. Mm -hmm. There is no ambition here. There's just, there's nothing. And like, as you go farther along, there are some things that are kind of cool. Like, I think the super contests are kind of cute. I think... Making this food for your Pokemon is and that doing new? the mini game. It's not, no, it's these are things that were in Diamond oh, and Pearl okay. before, to my understanding. Got Granted, it. again, I don't Last really have I any played. experience. Yeah. But like you you look at you look into Diamond and Pearl and you're like, okay, these were big games because these were the first Pokemon games where you could go online, right? Like yeah. that in and of itself is so sick. huge. Yeah. But playing it now, it's just I was saying it before the podcast, and I really stand behind this sentiment. I feel like the joy and satisfaction that I'm getting from this remake, I could be getting from any other Pokemon game. Mm -hmm. Like, I could boot up pretty much any generation and basically get what I am trying to get. That's I don't know what it is I've about. I've always felt then. Yeah, right. And, you know, I, I we that is definitely a conversation that we can have. But for games that I was so excited to get into... And that I've heard other pe people speak about with such fondness. Mm -hmm. I don't think that magic is mm -hmm. coming yeah. across here. It just feels hollow. Yeah, like they're just it, this. This doesn't feel like a celebration. That's how I kind of feel about Vanguard, Call of Duty. Ah, not much ambition. Mm. You know, yeah. just doing what you're doing Going through the motions. And and like I kind of talked with Jones about this, just about if they keep selling. What's the point? The most copies out of all the video right. games. Right, well, we talked about this on Frame Like, it's yeah. never, it's, I feel like Pokemon will not take a risk until they absolutely need to. And, like, yeah. every single time one of these comes out, it does It does great sales-wise. Well, right. And even review-wise, I feel like the worst these games can do is a seven. Like, mm -hmm. they always bear it, like, at least yeah. are in the, you know, they're always competent if bare bones mm -hmm. or, or familiar, but... I feel like these franchises are too big to fail and they won't take risks until they absolutely need to. I mean, well, comparing it to Call of Duty, which I think is totally apt, right? So I think something that people maybe don't give enough credit to Call of Duty for mm -hmm. is even at its most shallow, Call of Duty feels incredibly good to play. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like there is a, there's yeah. a Fair, snappiness yeah. to its gunfights. Like, yeah. like there, there's just like this raw visceral reaction yeah. I have to Call of Duty where it's like, yeah, it's still really fun shooting things, right? Yeah. Which is kind of the most important thing. Even down the sights. Right. And yeah. it's <laughs> like, when I think about Pokemon, the same thing actually kind of applies where it's like, these creatures, how they're presented, this world that they create, all of the systems that they've built up all of these years, it's like, when I play other Pokemon competitors, they're, they're I'm sorry, they're just not as good, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. so for, like, in a vacuum, all of the complaints that I have about Pokemon are valid, but it's also kind of filling this 
niche that I don't think anything else is really a good point. fighting against, right? Yeah. And so that is a really difficult problem where it's like, it's super disappointing, but it's also weirdly best in class. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that feels contradictory, but yeah. it's kind of true. Yeah. It just, I think it's frustrating maybe because you know it could be better. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't have any expectations for it, but it looks like Legends is at least a little different and trying something new. You're right, new right. Out, yeah. The new right, one, right. one kind of has uh, my my radar tingling yeah, a little but, bit. But that's that's <laughs> the, that's the thing that I do want to talk about is I do think Legends is is a very interesting prospect. I'm super excited to play it, but it is frustrating that I kind of feel the sentiment of well, whatever about these remakes. Legends yeah. is right around the corner. Yeah, right. And I feel like it's it's being used as a shield in a yeah. way that like I get and is true, but. Doesn't take away from my disappointment felt yeah, here. Yeah, fair enough. And like, because Diamond, yeah, Diamond and Pearl, these are like DS celebrated. Ones. Yeah, yeah. You that's, know, that's, these that's are what huge. I'm saying. Yeah, it it just feels like well, we we remake the games. It's Diamond and Pearl's turn. Here you go. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And again, I don't have that nostalgia for Diamond and Pearl, and so maybe somebody who it was their first Pokemon game or they they have that undying adoration for. I get it. Like I think. Part of the reason I enjoyed Let's Go so much yeah. is because of how how closely connected I am to Kanto and, and mm -hmm. all that stuff and seeing it presented in a new way. But man, fuck, Let's Go had more, like, it was more ambitious. Mm -hmm. There was more stuff going on yeah. at Let's Go. Like, this it is, was different, at least. They got me. They got me yeah. on board with Let's Go. I was like, oh, this looks like way different now. Let's and it, go. And it's like, what if you took some of the ideas that you presented in Sword and Shield and you blended them into, mm -hmm. you know, the, these remakes of, yeah. of Gen 4. What if you did that? It's uh, just like... I have a question. Yeah. So this seems very familiar or close to the original games. Yeah. Now, a remake that we all pretty much liked is mm -hmm. the Link's Awakening remake, which is yeah. very similar to the original, but just a few tweaks. Right. What do you think Link's Awakening had that this doesn't have? Right. So it's a really great question, and I think... I know they're completely different games, but right. and it's a hard comparison. But I'm just curious. I'm just trying to look at this from a perspective I can kind of understand. Right. And so the Link's Awakening remake I really enjoyed because a I love Link's Awakening, right. and I think the quality of that game carried through. Uh, I think if you look at it in a vacuum, it's actually a really good question that you're bringing up because it's like, well, there's not that much yeah. of a difference here. But even that game had the like make your own dungeon thing, which something, is kind of cool. Yeah. It's it did something. But what I would say is I think looking at the series as a whole, right, where the general disappointment that I'm describing about with Pokemon, I feel like we've been having it for years and years and years. It's, okay. And Got it. at least with Zelda, it's Zelda. like, yes, you get this super faithful remake that really isn't doing that much different. Mm -hmm. I think that point is totally valid. But it's coming after Breath of the Wild, which completely flipped over the yeah. table and is one of the best yeah. Zelda games ever made. Yeah. And so I think it it it's not even so much about this Diamond and Pearl remake on its own. It's, it's that it's year. just it just like that constant feeling of not meeting potential. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because it, it's like Call of Duty as well. I mm -hmm. think it, that's kind of the same thing where it's not just Vanguard on its own. It's kind of this general feeling that I think has been building yeah. with the series mm -hmm. over a long period of time. But it's yeah. a good question. It's just like, yeah, that feeling, I guess, just over time, over so many years, you're just right. kind of, you resent it a little more. Mm -hmm. But I feel hypocritical because, like, one, I'm reviewing it, but... To like, even if I wasn't, I would play through this whole thing. I yeah. I would have some amount of yeah. satisfaction. It's just like, what could have been, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, I I think about 
games that do do remakes that that do feel like a celebration or do get people in or do get them to understand what is so special about this thing. Mm-hmm. And like this just feels old and archaic and slapped together That's in a way. Because like okay. So in the original Diamond and Pearl, and it's here in the remake as well, there's this something called this Poketch, mm-hmm. where it's this watch that you have and it has all these little different apps, right? Perfect opportunity to like expand upon this idea and being like, okay, we're bringing this to a more powerful piece of hardware. We could do so much with it. You get the Poketch, Poketch in the Diamond and Pearl remake, mm-hmm. and you're like, there's a thing that counts your steps. There's a calculator. And to control it, 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 if you're not using the touchscreen, right, if you're on Pro Controller, I have to awkwardly, like, move a cursor around because it's not a DS screen. I'm not using mm, a stylus yeah, and I'm yeah. not playing in handheld mode. And it's just like, this, this is just nothing. This is just awkward and cumbersome and, like, doesn't really feel like it was thought through on this new implementation. You could have made new apps that maybe changed how you play a little bit more aggressively. And you, you do get new apps over time and you kind of build it out. But again, it just feels like a perfect opportunity where like any other remake would have seen this and being like, okay, what can we do here? Mm-hmm. This is a simple thing that we can analyze and and adjust. And it feels faithful to a fault here. Yeah, it's always interesting to see what faith like really faithful remakes work and yeah. don't work and Demon like, why. Souls. Yeah, Demon Souls is like super like the original, even down to the right. terrible enemy AI in a lot of cases. Yes. Absolutely true. But it's like but it's so goddamn it's gorgeous. It's such a goddamn gorgeous game, and it's still a really good game on its own still. Right, right. So I can overlook a lot of it. Um, the other thing, because I know this is a complaint that you constantly love against Pokemon, is it's too easy, it's too easy, it's too Tackle, easy. Tackle, baby. Yeah. GG. So <laughs> All you need, the, prove me wrong. The experience share in these remakes is ridiculous to the point where, like, I, I feel basically no punishment yeah. in... No, pen- no fear. Um, no fear as well. Uh just using one Pokemon because my whole team is like at a sufficient level, right? You can't turn off experience share. It is there no matter what. It would have been like, why not give the option? Why not for people who want to do it? They had like two modes that was more like the original DS and maybe a new one with some tweaks. It would be nice if this wasn't nothing. It's just... Yeah. I know, everyone (laughs) complains about like from difficulty being too hard. Like, what about things that are too easy? Mm. Like, come on. Give us a hard mode. Like, give me a hard mode in Pokemon, please. Like, make it a survival game, dude. Make me out there (laughs) grinding it out to, like, capture and and raise these Pokemon up. Like, crank the difficulty to 11. Because right now, it is at negative one. It's not even that. It's It's not even about being difficult. Right, because it's just like let me have to if, use my skills, use actual different Pokemon with different moves. Right, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Is like like, and that's that's kind of the thing that people go back to and they rely on, and they're like, actually, like if you really dig into the mechanics of Pokemon, there's so much going on here. There, there's but you to. don't you don't have to, to right, and that's the problem. And it's yes. not it's not that Pokemon needs to be insanely difficult. It's not that I need to walk through tall grass and I'm getting one shot by yeah. a Pidgey. That, yeah. that that's not what needs to happen. No, but. You can present these battles. You can do things that make it a little bit more complex, a little bit more interesting, that rely on the mechanics that are already there in a way that is still approachable for a broad audience. Those don't have to be exclusive. The amount of times I've destroyed a water Pokemon with a fire Pokemon, Ben, is inexcusable. You just don't even think about it. You don't even think of it. What the hell is the point of your entire video game, The most basic... 
part of Pokemon yeah. is type advantage yeah. and disadvantage. Water versus fire. Right, right. Like, come on. Right. And you're just like, ah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Tackle. And it's like, I feel bad because it's like, I'm creaming everything and that problem is, and I felt this way in Sword and Shield as well. I'm creaming everything and that problem is made only worse because like sometimes I like to hang out in an area and capture as many Pokemon as I can. Yeah. But as I'm doing that, I'm getting stronger yeah. and making something that's already trivial that much more trivial. And it's like, Part of the joy of this game is collecting yeah. shit. Like, what is going on? I'd say that's a core of the yes. game. And so it just... Or the core. It's just it's just nuts. How's it been uh, playing this after SMT5? I Honestly, I think playing it as... It's such a good question, Brad. That's refreshing, actually, I think, it seems like. I think playing this after SMT5 is making me even more critical of it than I would be mm. because something that was so remarkable about SMT5 is how well designed the game was in the sense that everything that was there like this battle or this side quest or this way that I'm exploring this treasure that I'm finding plays into like the tools that I have like digging into the game the further you dug the more satisfying it got and here it's like I'm forcing myself to dig into it. Like, yes, maybe if you get into competitive Pokemon, you can do that, but it feels like it's forcing it, whereas SMT5, very naturally, everything that I was doing played into yeah. everything else. Um, and it just... Like, of course, Pokemon is not going to be Shimigami Tensei. Right. You know, notoriously... I don't think any of us expect that series. either from it. But, yeah, I'm just... I want a hard mode. I, I think what was so... Hmm. Amazing, like you go back to the origins of Pokemon and you think about like it was a revelation where it's like a JRPG where you can not only go around and like capture creatures that you fight, but also you can link up with your friends and battle them mm -hmm. and trade. And there are version differences, it's like every single element felt so fresh and exciting. And I just I want Pokemon to feel that way again, mm -hmm. and I'm hoping Legends bring yeah. some of that back. Yeah. What was it before Sword and Shield? Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon. Yeah. Yeah. Ultra, that, whatever they usually... Yeah, there was Ultra, Sun, and Ultra Moon. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I desperately want to love Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. But Me I too. feel like I, I just can't, man. I dove into Let's Go. I dove into Sun and Moon. Yeah. And that was... That was that I was tried like, Sword I've tried, and Shield. I've tried so many friggin' times in my life. I'm done. I want to be here, <laughs> and I want to be like, listen, this is it. This yeah. is the one that's going to get you back on that's the train. I'll wait, I'll wait yeah. for that yeah. call. Hopefully, like, we need like the call. It's, it's funny because Sun and Moon were actually the ones that got me back on the train, and there yeah. are a lot of things that I like about yeah. Sun and Moon, but... I fell off. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I don't know what... <laughs> I'll see you for Legends. We'll yeah. evaluate it. Hopefully. It's January, Hoping. right? Uh, yeah. It, for now. <laughs> yes, I believe it was Wow. Was or is January. Yeah, yes. yeah paid, Pokemon Company. Oh, they're going to get, they get oh, paid. Oh, they get paid every time. They, they get, get paid. paid fat. They get paid every time. Why change it? Yeah. No need. I. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, number one selling Assassin's Creed game. Why make the game smaller? Why change it if it's the highest selling? They won't. They, they won't. They clearly won't. They right? won't. Like, like, and I think that's what's so annoying is like I'm sitting here and like I'm getting worked up and I'm wasting yeah. all this breath and it's like it just doesn't you're gonna go home and play tonight I'm gonna play because I <laughs> part of the reason is because I have to yeah. but yes there is Get yes work. Yeah. yeah but it's also just like the, the basic you level know, you're talking about I love it yeah just at a, at a basic level you, you just love it dude yeah, you just I love do. throwing I the ball, catching the damn Pokemon. Yeah. No, it is it's so it's, fun. It's like, and it, there still is nothing quite right. like it, right? Like, Building that deck. There's nothing better, like, like nothing in that, yeah. that competes. I remember 
when Temtem was like hot, Tem-tem. right? And people, people were like, Temtem, like, yeah. whoa, cool. Temtem hasn't got shit on Pokemon. And I wish something did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's competition. Did. Yeah. Digimon but, tried. Yeah. I don't know. Monster Isn't Rancher. Isn't Ed Sharon in this one? What? what? Yeah. Maybe. Not that I know of. Or some. Wait, was it, is Go still a thing? Pokemon what? Go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Pokemon Go and Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I think Ed Sheeran's in Pokemon Go. Okay. Yeah. You can, like, catch him or something, or yeah. was that a meme? I don't know. I don't play Pokemon <laughs> okay, Go currently. Okay. Yeah. What's that I, I mean, It wouldn't surprise headline, me. Though. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me, dude. <laughs> okay. All right, it's time for the scissors. We're going to take a break from game discussion, and I want you to answer what is the worst Thanksgiving food slash dish? You know what I mean. Worst Thanksgiving food. Worst? Oh, man. The turkey. Worst, really? Yeah, it's the worst part. It's mm. all about the sides. Dude, good, all about juicy sides. turkey? Are you kidding yeah. me? It's all about the mashed potatoes. I feel like that's not an unpopular corn, opinion. The apple pie, like, eh, the green beans. But what's beans. great about the turkey is you can, like, mix it in with other things. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Goes, it. it goes well together. I like yeah. it. The, the biscuits, like, everything the biscuits else is a 10, good. dude. Like, the turkey is, like, an 8 or a 9. You, everything else is a 10. You said my, like, like cream corn, dude, is... I don't like it, dude. Oh, I, love cream I think some of that shit. It's just. I haven't bullshit. had cream corn it's in just such bullshit. a long time. It's just bullshit, man. Love it. Fuck that shit. I like turkey. I like turkey. Like I like turkey in general, probably more than most people, though. Yeah, I love turkey. So turkey's yeah. good. Yeah, some like some fucking weird shit like that. Cream corn. Well, it's not weird. It's fucking lame. It's cream corn. Cream corn is a little weird. It's like, lame, it's like bro. One of the oldest dishes. Go eat your cream corn. Yeah, but like, like. Creaming up corn is it's just a weird concept. I mean, there's different ways to prepare it's different foods. It's an inferior like, I like version. You there's can have wrong with corn it. on the cob. I like cream corn. It's wrong, and you should be ashamed. Corn on the cob is dang. <laughs> just kidding. What? Corn on the cob is dang. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I think you said yeah. dead, and I was like, you right. shut up. Oh, no, I love corn on the it's cob. It's good. So It's good. I feel like I, I, I've never had it, but I've, I've never had it because it always seemed off-putting to me. Just like... Cranberries and sauce uh, have always yeah, looked gross. Sauce. Took me a long time to come around on that. I've never maybe maybe I'll try it and I'll love it. Admittedly, maybe I should it's make little, an effort. I to would do say it, it's a little off putting. Yeah, it just it just everything gotta, about it looks gotta, like lumpy gotta and gross. And, you gotta take the leap. Yeah, yeah. So you it gotta helps. be old. To be fair, if I just looked at a bowl of cream <laughs> corn, I'd be like, "This is weird." It helps because the turkey is usually like turkey's kind of a dry meat. Yeah, yeah. So it helps. Yeah, definitely. That's what the gravy's for, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, mashed potatoes are obviously god tier. No one's arguing against that. Plus, mashed potatoes and gravy are S S plus. I feel like I could have it every day. Same, top tier food. Top tier. Doesn't get better. (laughs) (laughs) Live for it. Uh, This sizzle is brought to you by some wonderful shout out to your patrons. For this one, I thought, give me your best turkey shout out. As a turkey. (laughs) Shout out to El Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering. Caleb, Togi, Crawford, and Nick. <laughs> it's probably going to be really loud. So be it. So be it. I'm the Batman. Yeah. Uh, Brad, yeah. a lot of this stuff that we were talking about in the Ship, I would say, was, was pretty expected. Something that you pitched to me, though, I was not expecting, and that is Majora's Mask 3D. Yeah. So this remake came out a while ago, actually. So Very long time ago. Yeah. Uh, so a prop. I've been playing through this game at night in my bed on the Bef- side. On the very on the side. I've been <laughs> playing through this game. I've not f- played through Majora's Mask. <laughs> I, love, I love that. Probably since two thousand two. 
It was probably before the Wind Waker came out. Was when I really played Whoa. through this game again, like full playthrough. Yeah, so it's been a long time. So I've I've had this remake for a long time, and I played through some of it for I believe the review we did at Game Trailers. I captured footage of it, a lot of it for Damiani. I remember at the time. So I've been revisiting this game. I love Zelda. A lot of people know that Zelda is a very important franchise to me, and replaying this game has been just a really wonderful and also experience from like hmm, there's some changes I don't really like about this version. Mm. One thing I'll notice, and everyone who's played this game knows right off the bat, is the tone of this game is super different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super awesome. dark. It's a super weird Zelda. It's not your... There's no Ganon. There's like barely any Princess Zelda. It's like almost a side story. It's like Zelda Gaiden kind mm-hmm. of thing like that. You're just doing this weird-ass fucking game. The villain's super weird. This world you're in is super weird, but it has this really... These really cool quirks, I think it stand out and help it. I think that's why it's so beloved. It is number one is the time system. Lightning returns. It's, yes, lightning returns. Yeah, very. <laughs> I w- when I was playing through it, I was thinking of Death Loop almost a lot of just nice. repeating these kind of days. It's not. It doesn't work the same as Death Loop, but the sense of revisiting these days and events changing and how sw- and how well executed it is in this game for a game that had a year development cycle. Like, this game shamelessly reuses assets from Ocarina of Time. Right. Like, <laughs> fucking Remember every- when that was the biggest complaint gamers had? <laughs> yeah. Assets. It's like everyone from <laughs> Ocarina of Time is back, baby. Like, every model. They're all back, but they're just different characters. You're in yeah. some weird different universe, but how well it works and how much I do not mind it. I don't mind that I mean, at it's all. It's an incredibly emotional game, too. It's yeah. incredibly emotional. Like, I'm st- I haven't finished through it. Like, I've been playing through it very slowly. I just yeah. did the, uh, the Woodfall Temple, but... I remember a lot of the game, and it's like, this is a really special game, mm-hmm. but I feel like some things are lost in this remake that okay. I feel like helped the original game. One is, I haven't gotten to it, but I know a lot about the issues is, number one, the thing that annoys me the most, the Zora swimming. The Zora mm-hmm. swimming, Kira, you played this pretty yeah, recently yeah, for the yeah, first time. Tough. Back in the day when you got the Zora mask and you mm-hmm. go in the water and you swim, yeah. you're just like, boom, you're flying through there. You feel awesome swimming mm-hmm. that water. Now, when you swim, it's just like slow swimming, kind of like how in like a lot of the other Zeldas. I'm like, uh-huh. man, this was such a standout feature of Majora's Mask that's just gone now. Mm-hmm. It really sucked. Like, it's not a terrible remake in a lot of ways, but it just takes some weird steps that I just don't like, and I feel it's lost in the original game. Another one that really bothers me is the way the moon looks. The moon just looks different now. He looks, the original moon had this weird. It's an expression yeah. Yeah, yeah. that I could never pin down Iconic. of what it was feeling. It's just this weird face. Now it just kind of looks mad the whole time. And I'm like, man, you're just losing that. Yeah. And another thing is the save system is back on the old game front, I remember, is you could save at an owl statue, yep. but it was one time kind of thing. And it would go away when she came back in, and you'd have to reset the days a lot more. And you would like plan out your day a lot more, but now this time is you can just kind of save any time, mm. which I understand it makes the game a lot easier. I feel like this game makes the game a lot easier in general for people to get through. It's an easier version, I feel like, just all around. But I feel like you lose kind of some of that mm-hmm. essence that made the original one special to me. Sure. I I struggle and I think about this. Maybe it's just me having this boomer fantasy of like what this game used to be and what made it special to me at the time. Right. But a lot of people probably don't even give a shit about that kind of stuff. Like probably mm-hmm. a lot of people, I compl- things I complain about, people don't care. Mm-hmm. And, but at the end of the day, I still think this is an incredible game mm-hmm. and definitely worth playing. And honestly, the easiest way to play this game nowadays, especially because the Wii U virtual Con version is like bad. Like 
it's so frustrating because a lot of Nintendo's emulation I don't think is good. And yeah. the Wii U version is not good for a lot of their games. So it's really annoying. But I've, despite some qualms of how this, it's still been an incredible time going through it. Yeah. Like the boss of the, the, the boss wood temple, is. dude. Is it the bull? No, no, no. It's like the guy with the sword and the shield. I forgot his name. Yeah. So sick. Anyways, back in the day, there used to be multiple ways to like take this guy down. You could just kind of figure out a lot of different methods. But now it's very much one method to take this guy down now, which I feel like it's like, why? You lose a lot of the creativity. Mm-hmm. You take yeah. away a lot of what made this fight fun is just being able to figure stuff out like that. It's just weird choices like that that really mm. bother me. But it's been really cool. Like, Playing this game, I'm one of the few who thinks playing it in 3D is pretty cool. Oh yeah! Like you don't get that experience from anything else except sure. the 3DS. I've been Boosted. really enjoying it, and just seeing this game in a new visual style that look it resembles the artwork from the original games a lot more. But it's been a really mixed bag so far of me playing this. Yeah. And like, if you're not like, this is a great way to play the game, and I highly recommend it regardless of the problems I have. But it's just been a weird experience, but still a good one. Mixed yeah. bag. I'm torn on it. Like, the things I'm harping on are, like, I think are super nitpicky for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it's just been weird for me. And, like, I'm really excited to dive in a lot of the side quests. Because I don't want to ruin them for anyone who hasn't played them. But some of them are really sweet and really touching. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. And just the idea of this. Okay. I was thinking about this when I was playing compared to Breath of the Wild. This present. Like, the moon. The, the idea of the moon falling moon and crashing presence. into you. Yes. Is a very... <laughs> strong presence throughout the entire game you know the moon gets closer to you as the clock counts down every day and just coming right. there it's this looming threat and ganon breath of the wild is this terrible threat that's out there on the castle right but a lot of it feels like outside of the rest of the game like it's like at the beginning of the game king of the hyrule's like go save kill ganon help zelda but right. it's like it's a very distant but it's like go you deal with go it. fuck yeah. off for 100 hours and yeah. do whatever you want which is fine i get it it's a completely different design but this constant pressure I really love about this game. I love that feeling and it's yeah. so distinct about the Zelda. Well, and what's so good about the intro of the game is it's not like like you were saying in Breath of the Wild is you're like, okay, I know that's there, but what's it really like? Mm-hmm. In the beginning of Majora's Mask, it shows you. You go through and you're like, yeah. oh, this is yeah. what would happen mm-hmm. if the timer gets down. So right? And so it kind, of, it kind of walks you mm-hmm. through it and really establishes that threat uh, I think in a very credible way. Yeah. <laughs> it's so intense. And it's it's awesome, you know, it. going back to the transformations, how, because, like, the classic thing with Zelda is, it's like, okay, what's the new item that I get here? How is that going to mm-hmm. go into puzzles and stuff? But it's like, when you completely transform and, like, everything you do feels different, yeah. it really makes those areas yeah, feel Yeah, like, how sick is that? Do you need to play, like, a Goron and yeah. a Deku scrub yeah. and a Zora? That's super cool. Do So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they also nerfed that Deku stuff. So in the original game, you could spin, uh, like, your spin attack as you're moving to get a quick burst of speed. Mm-hmm. But now there's, like, kind of a wind-up. And it doesn't seem like a big deal, but once you start really diving into the mechanics of the game, the spacing, everything, you notice it. You feel a lot slower. Yeah. It just feels like a weird choice that they made where I'm like, you didn't need to change that. It was fine before and fun. I thought there was something fun about it. And you just kind of took that away. It's also just remarkable, like, how messed up the game is. Like, when Link puts on those masks and he transforms, yeah. how, like, horrifying and it is. And it's, like, it's <laughs> getting those masks is, like, a really heavy thing. Because mm-hmm. you think about, like, getting that mask is someone's, like, you get these from, like, dead people. People who died. You, like, get their essence, their soul, essentially. Like, yeah, the, that's pretty gnarly. The Zora, right? Yeah. The whole Zora storyline, yeah. I remember, being way standout. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really good stuff. Well, and it's such a cool... 
I love when a game is like, oh, you went out of your way to do all this stuff. Here's this awesome reward. Yeah. Obviously, Fierce Deity <laughs> is like so mm-hmm. fucking yeah. epic it's and really cool. cool. That, it's really cool. Yeah, going out of your way to do it feels fun. But yeah, I like I've been really examining a lot of the Zelda games recently, and I'm just I always think about Mike how he just says they're all tens, all to all main lines. And tens. there's things I love and don't like about all of them, but I respect all of these these entries, and I just appreciate how different some of them are. Yeah, I mean, it's such a risk. It's so interesting it that you're bringing Majora's Mask in this conversation game. that we're we're having about some of these things. Like, I wish there was a Majora's Mask equivalent for Pokemon. You know, I wish there was something like think about it because Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. one of the most revered games ever made, mm-hmm. right? Uh, just stunning reviews, changed the world, was was really vaunted up as this legendary status. And then Majora's Mask comes out as this like weird black sheep immediately after. Like that's the follow up that they yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. I, I love I, that. I had the gold Ocarina cartridge, mm-hmm. one of the greatest games ever made. Mm-hmm. Played it at the time, obsessed. Didn't play Majora's Mask until a few years ago. Yeah, you well, know, it came out a year later. Yeah, I didn't have the and I feel money like for it, that. It maybe didn't make the kid. splash. Yeah, I remember at the time. Right, it was just harder to like. Right, so buy that, a I guess that up. that flies in the face of everything that I'm saying. But I, I admire the willingness to do something with yeah. something that that so clearly works. Yeah, I admire its purity. <laughs> it it it's like a weird experiment that turned out better than it should have i feel like yeah. this whole game like this yeah. game being made in a nightmare mm-hmm. or i mean sorry in a year it was like a nightmare for a lot of the staff like anuma yeah. doesn't look fondly back at this game yeah kind of reminds me of like remake three in a way or not remake three resident evil three in a way mm-hmm. just kind of this like offshoot doing like taking risks doing a, some creative things yeah it's just because at the time i feel like the response to resident evil three was that mm-hmm. it's oh it's just more of the same yeah feels way different it's the choices and stuff. And also, when this game came out, you needed the um, the expansion pack thing. Yeah, you did. And it's like, not, and not everyone had that shit. Can you imagine, like, Nowadays. how hilarious it would be if if Nintendo was like, take this black box with this red top and just slam it into your Wii, and you've got more RAM. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I I highly recommend anyone who likes a Zelda game to check this game out. It's absolutely worth your time. It's a must play. I must think play. it is a must play. It's a fascinating game, and I think it holds up really must well, play. like most Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Also, a good uh, showcase of how convenience has evolved. Mm-hmm. That game is like kind of inconvenient. I mean, you go back to old N sixty four games yeah. in general, right? You know, you put it up, is more inconvenient, you know, especially compared to Ocarina of Time before it. Just like thinking of games now, they're so accessible. But this so easy the to... the three DS one more is more convenient. Yeah. yeah so yeah, if yeah. you're worried about yeah. that, yeah, good call. Uh, Huber, you've been playing the Far Cry six DLC, which Dude. I have been very interested in. I didn't even know there was DLC. Yeah, Dude. the Boss Insanity DLC, which I've, I I want to play and just haven't made time for yet. Dude. Hit me. Ben, I got hit with the bug so hard that before I played this, I went through Far Cry 3. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. What? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Hadn't played Far Cry 3 since it came out. Everything oh. was hazy. Yeah, I was like, yeah. well, gonna play that. This is such good DLC. Holy shit. This is a roguelite. This, you play as Voss inside of his mind. There is a lot of story in this mode. Not, I guess, what I would expect. A lot of story in this mode. This is a must-play for Far Cry fans. And this is just 
boiled down, this is just a really good roguelite. Hmm. You are Voss on an island, kind of like Far Cry 3 style, but there's like volcano, you know, it's insanity, so there's like volcano with yeah, a yeah, skull yeah. on it, and shit. it rains blood and shit. There's a map that you need to explore, you know? Does Raining Blood by Slayer play? Uh, no, but there is a perk where you're stronger during the blood rain. I like it. Yes. I want it. Uh, this is just a really addicting roguelite. There are five difficulty levels. Uh, you start at one. If you finish, you can crank it up to whatever. The higher you go, the more rewards you get. You get money. Mm-hmm. So... When you kill enemies and open chests, you get money. You can then spend the money on permanent weapon unlocks. You can spend the money on permanent weapon upgrades. You can spend the money on perks for you. So like more health, more items, retain more money when you die. Uh, And the cool convenience is all those upgrades are permanent when you get them and map discoveries are permanent too. So when you're when you're exploring this map, even if you die, the icons and everything stay. So it's very convenient in that sense. The goal is to find three pieces of the dagger. Again, this is this is basically Far Cry 3 2, mm. you know? Like you are Voss and it is highlighting all of Far Cry 3 is highlighted in this game. So Far Cry 3 spoilers galore. It is highlighting the entire game. Uh, one of the main characters you fight is Jason Brody. Mm. Just, he's got, a, you know, a, a ton of weaponry. He's running around. You got to kill That's him. That's fun. Um, and you have to find all three dagger pieces in one go. Mm. If you get one or two or three and die, you got to do it again. Uh, and it's just really addicting. Like, the you know, you start with... Your pistol, and you can go and do these little... There's, like, 20 icons on the map. You can go and do a weapon one. You kill a bunch of people. You get a weapon. Uh, You can do trials, which are, you know, survive for a while, get a lot of money. Uh, You can also spend money. There are, like, eight perk slots. You can spend more money to, like, unlock additional slots because then if you pick up hearts from some special enemies... Those are perks, mm. like uh, do more pistol damage, carry more ammo, uh, speed increase after you slide, swim faster, like run, you know, the whole nine yards there. Everything that you're saying sounds awesome. It's so awesome. But my immediate thing is like, I feel like all of these ideas would crumble because Far Cry 6 AI is so fucking terrible. Yes. That the 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 fact that it was a role like wouldn't matter because like even yeah. with the most basic equipment in Far Cry 6, you are a god. Correct. So it gets easy pretty quickly. You know, you can get through this thing in a couple hours tops. After an hour or two, like, you're pretty strong. But in the beginning, it's pretty rough. And in on the higher ones because five mine levels, do mine level five, get the secret ending, you're going to want to do that. (laughs) Uh, And it's pretty challenging. For story reasons? For story reasons. Okay. Pretty challenging. Uh, and health doesn't regenerate. You have to use a syringe, so you can run out of those pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, it's definitely tuned better than the base game. You know, there was definitely a little more pushback, but like you are saying, eventually it does sure. get pretty easy. It's I just mean, Far Cry, you know. It's- straight up thinking about, like that to me was Far Cry yeah. 6's biggest failing is yeah. is the, the awful AI and, and, and yeah. 
how much of a pusher over so many things were as a result. Give us so hard money. Even, even a little bit more, I think, would do wonders. I agree. Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. Give so. us a hard mud. Hashtag hard muds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just really impressed. And it's really addicting. I mean, cool. you finish a run and you're just like, I want to go again. Like, the currency, the the economy, you know, the 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 tuning of that i really appreciated mm-hmm. every time i got a power it felt so meaningful get grinding up the money is like just slow enough where you finally get it and you're like yes you know it's not too much of a grind cool um yeah nothing more to say i mean it's just a freaking competent sick roguelite with yeah. a lot of actually meaningful story especially if you like Voss and Far Cry 3. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Cool. It, it's kind of cool that you say that because before Far Cry 6 came out, I want to say, I checked out the far, the first Far Cry 5 DLC because I was like, I I never played the Far Cry mm-hmm. 5 DLC. I'm kind of curious. And I don't it was, know if I ever did that one. Yeah. It, it was set in Vietnam and it it also oh, had- yeah, with Herc. It, it also had like kind of a weird structure to it where it was yeah. a little bit more open-ended and it seemed like it was trying some new ideas. That's and right. It's so cool that you're saying this is so weird and different because I, I love that kind of creativity that they're yeah. bringing to the DLC, you know, and it's not just like, oh, here's more missions with Danny. Yeah. You know, it could have just been that. But totally. the fact that you're in Voss's mind, right, yeah. and we're going to – I'm curious, like, w- how are the other DLCs going mm, to play? You know, same. I, I imagine it's going to be a completely different template. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, my question is, though, right, Voss, very beloved – I could maybe see them leaning too hard to that, where like he maybe says too many lines or gets like a little bit annoying, or no. they just like they lean into it the wrong way. You yeah, know what I mean? They did really well. Okay. And what a genius move too, stuffing it in DLC. Mm-hmm. Maybe this would annoy people, but I feel like it's actually the right way to go because the fans are playing. You know. The, like, like, if you're playing this Voss DLC <laughs> in Far Cry 6, like, mm-hmm. you're into Far Cry. Like, I don't I, see I how like this could what be you're a... saying, though, mechanically, like, yeah. that just sounds awesome on its own. It does. You know, it does. without any of the, yeah. the, the Voss. Absolutely. Like, yeah. boiled down, this is just a good roguelite. Like, mm-hmm. it is really, really good mechanically. Yeah. Um, and I just really enjoy my time. I mean, this is like a weekend at most. Yeah. This will give you like two really good nights. Yeah. Interesting. Really, was, really good nights. I was curious about it before, but yeah. now like I really, you were making me super interested. Yeah. 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 I'm, and I'm just thinking about more, and especially going back to play Far Cry 3, like Far Cry 6 to me is the best Far Cry. Like, ob- I think objectively, like Far Cry 3 has really cool crafted missions. Yeah. Far Cry 6 doesn't really have that, you know? Like, you just... I I felt like all the missions were, like, go in stealthy or loud. Mm -hmm. Go into this place and do it. Well, and stealthy was just so ridiculous. Yeah, so, like, every kind of mission in Far Cry 6 is go in and blow shit up, and it's, like, that's kind of weak. Like, Far Cry 3 has really unique, crafted, focused missions, but playing, I think Far Cry 6 is, like... Just objectively, the best playing Far Cry, and like Far Cry Six, really frustrates me because I absolutely think there's a ton of criticism that you can throw on it, but yeah. this this sort of like snarky, dismissive it's attitude—it's snar- snarky and dismissive that, for that, sure—that 
the collective has come up with is I feel yeah. like I feel like people aren't yeah. giving it the fairest of shakes. No, they're sort of dismissing it out of hand yep. in a way that it does not deserve. I think there is more merit to that game. Hundred percent. People are giving credit. Ten for. out of ten. Hundred percent agree. And again, just playing three recently and and thinking hard on this, it's the same game almost from ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think that is exactly why. I think it's like you have already played that game. It's like technically maybe the best one. Mm. but it's the same so the impact is like way lower yeah. to, you know? to, an ex- to an extent like the 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 blueprint is definitely the same but yeah. there were moments in Far Cry 6 where I felt like okay this is all working together really well like mm-hmm. there th- they'll have moments right where you have to get into these chests right and yeah. you have to find these different things it's like oh the level design here is actually good enough that it's like I have to stop and think about like how am I going to get up there and do this and just that kind of design and I loved uh, just like customizing all the guns and how totally. much like I love the Danny's Supremos the as well. Yeah, I feel like each of them like it was like obviously you had the one where it's like okay do a bunch of rocket damage but then you had other ones where it's like oh man helicopters are really annoying so that Supremo that can just disable helicopters yeah. comes in handy. It's not yeah. as useful all the time yeah. as the rocket one, but it has its use. It's like I think there's like I'm not gonna sit here and say it's game of the year or the best no. thing ever or anything, but it's like I think there is more nuance allowed than the conversation was giving. Like yeah. it's not. It's not just every yes. other Far Cry yes. game. There is more going on. Totally. Yeah. It's like it's like Battlefield again, dude. Right. It's just these it's like really were, yeah, loud it's pleading with with Battlefield. Really loud yeah. criticisms drowning out the nuance. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, nah, I think Far Cry 6 is one of the better ones, like maybe yeah. the best. <laughs> and I really liked a lot of what the story was doing. I loved the story. Yeah. Oh. I really liked I think it. Danny is the best. Been, yeah. She's great. Oh. Cool game, cool DLC. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm really glad solid. that you brought it because it was one that I like put yeah. a pin on. But yeah, I, I let's like okay, one or two nights, time, dude. Yeah, one or two nights for, for sure. Cool. True ending is on mine level five only. I made yeah. the mistake because I beat it on two. Okay. And Do I they was, like let you know? The, uh, well, I finished it, and then I was like just looking into the plans and like what's next and everything, just looking into everything as a whole. And then there was like, oh, the true ending. And I was like, true ending? Ooh. Mm. Just play Returnal, man. Next. Well, after Metroid. I know. Metroid. I'm excited to get your opinion yeah. on Metroid. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was only like three hours. I know, but. I know, I know, I know. So I'm going to talk. I know, I <laughs> fucked up. Like, no one's beating that shit here as far as I'm aware. I, I know. I will. Kills me. I will. I will. I will. It's a great game. 100% I will. You, Trust me. Before Godies. Yeah, you're gonna. I can count on you two. Yes, 100%. you're right. You, you, that's actually true. Yeah, that's you true. can you can count on you us. Count on the us. rest of them, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll get. There. You're totally right yeah. about that. Um, so I would, it's cool because I, I feel like the last three games here are are a little bit unexpected. I want to talk about Fatal Frame Five: Maiden of Blackwater, mm. uh, which just re-released on and Switch, right? Yeah, uh, well, on Switch, on, on PC, and on uh, PS5, I've been playing on PS5, PS4, you know. You didn't go PC? Uh, no. Surprise. No, here's what happened. Here's the full story. I wanted to go PC. They sent us a PS4, PS5 code. Oh, I don't okay. remember which one it Got was. It. And then later they sent us a PS PC code. Uh, but I was already, invest- like, too playing. far in on Got the... It. Yeah, so that's what happened. Anyway, um, I think this game is definitely worth a look. And it is so I, I 
I played some Fatal Frame 5 on Wii U as well, and I liked it there. But the problem that I had with the Wii U version is I appreciated the idea that they had with the gamepad mm-hmm. and, like, moving around to attack the ghosts. Uh, but it ended up being, like, more annoying than fun in a lot of instances. And so, like, you'd get done with a fight and you're like, that was kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, I don't know so if like you agree Wii with games. that. I 100% Huber. agree, yeah. Yeah, so that's gone. And yeah. so I think without, like, that hurdle, the fights that you're having with the various spirits are so, so, so much enjoyable. And Fatal Frame Five, I think, is exactly... So I'm... 10 out of 14 chapters in, right? So I've oh, experienced you're really far, yeah. yeah, I've experienced a good chunk of the game. And you're still enjoying it. My I, main criticism yeah. was that it was the same thing f- for the whole game. Like the first hour was the same as 10 hours in. Yeah. Aside from the location. So but I, 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 I remember kind of see where you're coming from. I remember with just that. being like, oh, these there's nothing is scary anymore because I've been doing this for 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> what what I kind of it's it's a it's very slow burn horror, yeah. right? It yeah. is it's not like an outlast no. where like, you know, Every five minutes, you'll have like something yeah. big and crazy. It's it's very subdued in a lot yeah. of ways, but I think because the combat is so much more enjoyable and because you do so much of it, I think that has staved off some of the repetition. Nice. So there are three different storylines that you're going through, and you are revisiting locations. So I get where that sentiment is coming from, but it's been fun because it really very slowly reveals like. Why are these people getting possessed? Why are they going to this mountain? What's going on? What rituals are they doing there? What is your history with this place? And like, it does the thing that I think Hubert loves that if, if you do really lean into it, it's super fun where it's like, okay, like I'm getting all of these notes, yeah, right? I'm yeah, getting yeah, all yeah. these notes from all these different points in time. And it's just like slowly piecing together That's good. That's good. this very grand mystery. And if you're not in the mood for it, yeah. it could go too slow. But, man, there there was a moment where I was like, oh, what a clever idea, where, like, you go back to this house, right, and you are, like, monitoring the the ca- different cameras that are in the house. So oh, yeah, people yeah. are obviously going to compare it to Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was such a cool moment because, like, you're just going along and you're like, oh, wait, something is there. And then you go and you investigate and you figure it out. And it cannot be overstated, like, how fundamentally good Fatal Frame combat is when it works because I love the idea of like, okay, if you want to take care of this thing, you will do a lot more damage and you'll create this huge opportunity for yourself if you put yourself in in harm's way. And so the way you do damage to these ghosts is you use a camera and you take photos of them. And you can do it when they're far away, but if you wait for the fatal frame when they're attacking you, um, you create this opportunity where you can take a bunch of photos and do a ton of damage. (laughs) Yeah, I love that system and trying to uh, figure that out with the various ghosts is super, super, super cool. And yeah, go ahead. 10 out of 10 atmosphere. Yeah, fantastic atmosphere. (laughs) And that is added by uh, an idea where I'm like, this is such a cool idea. I wish more horror games did this where um, there's this system where the, the, the more wet you are, the more like vulnerable you are to hauntings and things. And so when you pick up an item, it really slows down and your care you it's like hold down the R2 button oh to pick God, up the item. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, here's some, you know, herbal medicine that I need to heal. And every once in a while, when you do it, a hand will come out and grab you. Creep and show. I love the Creep way that they show. implement it because it doesn't happen very often. It's actually <laughs> extremely rare. But every time you like pick up film oh, or medicine creep. or whatever. 
it lets it like it there's the 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 thought of it being there which yeah. is super cool that's good stuff yeah and it's just it it is genuinely creepy um i i wouldn't say it's like by any means like the, the scariest game i've played or anything like that uh but there have been moments right like just the a dollhouse or like <laughs> there's a moment where you go and you're trying to like take a p- picture of this person that's hanging but it has to be the specific one you like kind of go into this area and you just see all these people like hanging from trees and you're like this is just unsettling yeah. yeah and so i think it is a game that because it came out digital only on wii u everybody kind of ignored um on top of like kind of the wonky control stuff that mm-hmm. I mentioned, yeah. I feel like this re-release is also kind of being forgotten, uh, which is a bummer. But I think if you yeah, I actually like thought it'd be bigger. Slow burn psychological horror, I definitely think it is worth taking a look at. Something that that it does that I don't like, and I I get why it does it, but there are these moments where this big baddie will appear, and if you run into them, you just die instantly. Mm. But the way that it kind of works is it's just this sort of awkward trial and error where it's like, oh, I guess don't take mm, that path, yeah. take this path. And it's like, I don't really feel like I'm like fleeing in terror or making meaningful yeah. decisions. It's just like, I'm dying until I figure out what you want me to do. Don't like that. Yeah. Think mm. that that is bad. Um, also, S- something about just exploring an empty Japanese house yes. is like yes. top. Top tier, dude. Yes. It's the best. And I, I should say it's the best. going into this that it is there is definitely some bias because it's type of horror that yeah. it's doing in the places that it's yes. yes it's it's it is hardcore creepy, Japanese horror. Creepy woods. Yeah. Empty house. The English dub Excellent. is pretty bad. Uh it's pretty stilted and awkward in a way that like if it was going for camp. I think could work, mm. but it is telling a very serious story, uh, very a lot of tragedy kind of mired in that. And so when you have this, it it, it almost sounds like 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 late '90s, early 2000s anime dub Shit. level of like, aren't we past this? Shit. You know, uh, so that's pretty bad. Budget. Yeah, yeah, it reeks of budget. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's time. For a Fatal Frame reboot remake. Like, next-gen, next-level visuals, out-of-control, small-scale, hyper-realistic. That's actually something I want to say. Go. Uh, is, VR, maybe. Like, on, let's go. On Wii U, this game looked great. Yeah. And, and it still yeah. holds up. Like, it's still a very impressive-looking mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of, like, character models and, and environments and stuff. It's it's a good-looking game. Like, if you went but I get what you're small saying. scale, dude, and yeah. just, like, Fatal Frame. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, Fatal Frame always does the third person, first person switch. Like mm-hmm. when you're fighting, you're in first person, but otherwise you're exploring in third person. Mm-hmm. And I think about like some, like, cause it has moments where like, oh, a ghost will suddenly appear out of nowhere and you have to quickly take a picture of it. I think about something like PT and like the, the psychological, like the environment is changing around you. I think you could do like a fully first person mm-hmm. fatal frame. Yeah. Uh, and and maybe capitalize on that sense of deception mm-hmm. or d- d- in some way. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. This isn't it. a serious would love, person, but it would be something. neat. Yeah, I think Fatal Frame deserves a lot more credit than mm-hmm. 
it gets. Here's it how you, it's crazy yeah. how some of these franchises have just gone. Like you, uh, I know you replayed uh, like Parasite Eve, obviously, mm-hmm. dude. Like Parasite Eve, Clock Tower, Siren, Fatal Frame. Let's yeah, go! I mean, now let's it's time go! To bring them back. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's go! Spinoff idea. Here's how you make <laughs> Fatal Frame popular. Do a spinoff, but it's Pokemon Snap. <laughs> but it's still really haunted and fucked up. But just with Pokemon now. You see, like Pokemon dying. Yes. Getting eaten. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'd be way into it. Dude. I'd be way into it. <laughs> Let's see if they're into this hotake. Uh, this has been a fun show. Uh, so I want to go back to Halo Infinite. We talked a lot about okay. multiplayer. You know, we talked about Halo. We talked about Battlefield. Very passionate conversations. Uh, and I definitely think Halo Infinite right now is having a moment, right? It's definitely getting a lot of buzz. Do you? Battlefield's having a moment, not a good one, right? <laughs> Which it's had before, you know. <laughs> yeah, like it's so weird. Um, but do you think, and maybe this is giving you too much credit, which I want to hear, but do you think the release of Halo Infinite has set a new precedent for multiplayer releases going forward? Now, let me qualify that, because it's kind of doing two, it's doing many things, but first it's free, right? And so it's this like whole component of the game that is coming out ahead of the version that you need to pay or have Game Pass for, right? So that's kind of like weird in and of itself. Really weird. And is worth $60 analyzing. Campaign. But it's also coming out uh, free free to play, like, like I said, but it's also uh, coming out in beta, right? And so it, it almost has like this protective barrier around it. Right. Where like you can, you people have criticisms, right? We talked about the battle pass and the progression. People are like, oh, this isn't very good. It has kind of this like, well, it's not but really it's beta. out yeah. yet. It's yeah. free. Going around. It's beta. And I could see other games seeing the benefits of that and being like do we need to like yeah. fully release our game um i mean fortnite's obviously free but that wasn't a big deal when it happened because it wasn't as big yet mm-hmm. i think call of duty warzone was the game changer i think call of duty coming out for free for people when that happened when that was announced that was the most insane thing we'd ever heard of right call of duty is free what and you could maybe argue that warzone influenced the release mm-hmm. of something absolutely. like halo infinite absolutely so I think this is further adding to that. I think Call of Duty like kind of changed the game mm-hmm. by being free, and then now Halo is like taking it another another step. Because mm-hmm. instead of just one mode, you know, Warzone's just battle royale. Right. You get uh, all these modes. Yeah. But it's it's so interesting because now with ra- later releases of Call of Duty, they'll talk about like how the new release affects Warzone. Yeah, it's bizarre. right, and it's so. Bizarre. It, it's kind of tying back into that thing. And so do you see that happening for Halo, where it's like, let's say Halo Infinite 2 comes out, and it's mm-hmm. like, this is how it will affect the multiplayer portion? Mm. Like, will this become its own like living a separate entity? entity. Yeah. yeah. That gets evolved over time? I think that's how it's going to be, Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Does that... Like, I guess the first question is, does the existence of Warzone and its structure take away some enthusiasm from a new Call of Duty release? For me, no, because I like the deathmatch and like domination mm-hmm. and hardpoint mm-hmm. and kill confirmed so much. Like my favorite way to play Call of Duty is just mosh pit, like lobby. Let's go. Let's get new mode, new mode, new mode. Like that is the appeal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but Warzone definitely takes away a lot of the love. Like Modern Warfare, kind of got 
shafted when Warzone came out. Not shafted, but like ev- the entire conversation was about Warzone. Yeah. And, and I feel it was like, like people yo, just kind of go back to Warzone eventually. Yeah, it's yeah. just every Warzone, Warzone, Warzone. Everyone's freaking obsessed with Warzone. And it's yeah. like, I just like my shotgun on mm-hmm. uh, the house uh, playlist yeah. we yeah. were doing. Yeah, it's yeah, out yeah. of control. Um, but I think Halo... I don't. I don't think it'll be like that. But and I think when this campaign comes out, I think everything is going to be like it is for a while. You know, years. I don't think we're going to get a new Halo for a good amount a of campaign? years. So I want to talk about like, that. This too. is kind of the end of right. it. The end of the be- the beginning. Of- the end of the beginning. The beginning of the uh, end. I mean, it's a new era. It's gonna like close out, stuff. you know, that story. But then, no, it's not gonna. <laughs> I don't think Halo <laughs> campaigns are gonna go go away for a long time. Dark Seeker Saga is closing Maybe down. The arc. Yeah, I don't know if this. Forgive me, I'm not a Halo <laughs> expert, but I don't know what the fuck's going on in this story. So maybe someone who Cortana, knows what's going on with Halo could split see off things. multiple Cortanas, rogue yeah. AIs, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I. It's been a minute. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how much I want to say because I don't yeah. know if it's... If yeah, it, uh, yeah. just play it safe, I guess. But anyway... Well, those games are old, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's pretty old. <laughs> yeah, um, it's been a minute. But yeah, you, you kind of touched on something that I think is really interesting. Like, can you wait? Can you can you afford to have these... Gig- like, think about... It. I don't even remember. Was it 2015 that Halo 5 came out? Like, six years? That's a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Uh, Whereas I think about like Fortnite feels like it has some, you know, earth shattering thing like every couple of months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And obviously Warzone is is constantly getting updated as yeah. well. Right. Like, and Halo is kind of being celebrated. And I think part of the reason it's being celebrated is because it's like, oh, Halo is exciting again. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you continue that momentum? Yeah. And how important is doing that? Yeah. Super important. Yeah. I think it's super important to it's constantly important. evolving that game because. Like it's competing with every shooter, yeah. even if they're different types of shooters. Like it's competing, it's competing with, with Fortnite. Fortnite it's, for sure. it's competing with uh, Call of Duty and like Warzone. It's com- mm-hmm. Apex Legends. Like there are different modes, but they yeah. sure as hell is competing with that. I so hate, I think it's super important. Yeah, I hate to look across the aisle and just say do that, but it's like, yeah, Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite is the gold standard for me in terms of incentivizing you to return. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only with how good their battle pass is. Uh, just the the gains and and just like well, just how much the game changes, how many que- the map changing, yeah, the additions, the like everything is constantly changing, and it's you're always incentivized to come in, like you're gonna miss something, or like even if you're not right. gonna miss something, it's like oh that's cool, I want to check that out. Um, so Halo, like I kind of said earlier, just the season being about reach, I think you, like leaning into, I I think that's really smart. All your other Halos leaning into like you know crossover shit, like have some Gears event, not like yeah Gears of War lore, but like Gears of War items well, and skins. That's and... actually something that I wanted to touch on because I you think about Warzone and especially Fortnite, a big part of the appeal is like holy shit, Naruto's in Fortnite because <laughs> mm-hmm. it. Is, it plays loose like that. Where yeah. It's like anything can be in here and that's part of the fun. That's part yeah. of the appeal. Whereas like Halo, you know, you do the tutorial for the multiplayer and it's like, no, it's trying to like contextualize this mm-hmm. in universe. Like, yes, yeah. it is goofy. It can be ridiculous, but it is very also serious about the lore in its mm-hmm. own way. So it's like, yeah. can it do those kind of crossovers? Is it willing to do those crossovers? Yeah. Should it do those kinds of crossovers? Willing and should be is a... Those are interesting questions. Right. Yeah. I honestly have no idea, Ben. I know 
I I just know they're going to lean into other Halo games. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean that's but that's a limited well. Right? That is like a limited we're talking well. Talking about a pipeline limited. of years. Yeah, yeah. Right? I just like wait for the you know the updates for the Ad Elites or whatever. You can right. play as a multiplayer, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, horde modes and. But I feel like you can make. A I don't lot know if Marcus Phoenix necessarily is going <laughs> to drop in. Maybe, but maybe yeah. you can yeah. get some Gears of War themed armor or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah I maybe think... the Lancer will be in the game for a little bit. Right, yeah. and so you just touched on what I was thinking of, where it's like, what if you just sick. do yeah. limited time events, right? Yes. Where it's like, okay, Essential. the Lancer's not going to be in the game forever, but you know, assassinations aren't in the game yet, so. Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna have assassinations, and one of those you can do is you have the Lancer chainsaw, and you're like yeah. cutting up somebody. That would be fun, and it's yeah. like it's only gonna be this month. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think like that limited would be time modes, locust or something for a month. I don't know. Yeah, limited time modes. As long I as think that's a smart idea. Fun, and I like, feel like that's what a lot of people lean into about battle royales. Like yeah. I don't know about Apex Legends. I'm not really sure what yeah. they're what they dive into, but it's like Fortnite I mean, have... does it. Call of Duty's got like action people in it now, like Rambo. Yeah, yeah. John McClane, jo- Judge Dredd was yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think something that is kind of in the spirit of Halo, right, is you have Forge and you have mm-hmm. people making up these modes, and you kind of get like the community rallying behind certain things. I think I think that is a huge part of of what makes Halo special, and I think they should lean into that yeah. experimentation and and like special event hey, we're gonna try it, and maybe it'll take off. Yep. Some kind of destiny event perhaps that, that would seems, be so <laughs> that seems be like weird and weird. wild it'd be yeah. awesome that seems like bad blood like, but no way it'd like, be so sick a sparrow just cool. spawns into the yeah, map yeah, headlines let's go I mean, that's the kind of shit that just gets everyone talking. Yeah, it's you put a yeah, guardian everyone. in there, and you put some Halo thing in mm-hmm. Destiny. I don't know. Yeah, it could be sick. Cortana, like that would be sparring with a ghost. That would be <laughs> earth-shattering. Yeah. Is yeah. that the yeah. Halo Destiny yeah. like crossover event? Yeah, like because how, how, how would ways, you miss that? That's you know? genius, you man. You wow. couldn't miss it. You that's couldn't miss it. Yeah. And I feel like th- there has to be like they have to be on some. Communication term? Yeah, yeah there, I don't think there's bad blood. I mean, maybe with, obviously, like, Activision and... Right. I mean, they're not that, well, but yeah. they, but they're, they're not part of that. They're not even... Yeah, exactly, but... They should absolutely I think 343 and Bungie are, like... Yeah, maybe. No quarrel. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. Because, like, you were saying just the short, you know, limited well. It's like, dude, if you just keep adding, like, Color palettes, right. and skins, like that stuff right. gets boring. That's right. Gets tiring. It, it absolutely is going yeah. to get boring. Yeah. yeah. So, like Fortnite, there's been so many times where I've been like, "All right, don't need any more skins. I'm good." You know, I only use so many as it is. Like, it's pretty hard for me to want to change from Kratos or Sarah Connor. Like, right. you know, those characters are so good. And then they're like, "Oh, the, Jill Valentine." Yeah. Oh, Naruto. Yeah. Kakashi. Like. Yeah, oh, Fortnite's just like an endless well of oh, pop Batman, culture. Star right. Wars. It's like pretty hard to compete they with. have the most they like they set the precedent but, of being able to do weird crazy shit like that yeah cool the thing though which i like there's still potential to overtake fortnite in that sense is like usually that's just skins it doesn't really do anything like right. it's cool to have the leviathan axe and do a taunt and it lights up all frosty but it's like you can't really th- you can't throw it you know you can't get your blades of chaos out you're like you're not kratos they have those limited modes and like during Items. this during this naruto thing they have like a paper bomb you can get, but like, really, there's not a ton of stuff in I relation like to the property. When Thanos came in, when you Thanos could, b- and like some of that Star Wars, yeah. but it's so rare. Right. 
But if these Halo events, like, well, if a Halo 1 event is, like, yo, like... The, you know, the, like the like the Master Chief collection where you could make the graphics like Halo yeah, One, yeah. like maybe well, you can do that. Or... No, think about it. Think about think about how fucking broken the Halo One pistol is. Yeah, yeah. Have that be a power exactly. weapon. Exactly. It's built into the structure of <laughs> yeah. Halo. These power weapons and yeah. like, how much fun that would be to have mm-hmm. that ridiculous pistol again going. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So just yeah. make it more impactful to the gameplay rather than a cosmetic. Yeah. So I think it, there's potential there. Yeah, there is a lot of potential. It's just, I hope they go for it. Yeah, 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 for sure. But but back, I guess, to the original question: Do you think there's enough that Halo is doing right, or that other games have done right recently that we will see more of in the future? Hmm. Like, like next Battlefield. Like, is there going to be a mode that they I, release yeah, for free? Yeah, I always think about what if Call of Duty multiplayer is just free. Absolutely. And like 10, 20 bucks for the campaign or whatever. Yeah. But it's like. Yeah, Battlefield is know. so confusing. What the hell? Like. Yeah. Kind of should be free. Maybe like Hazard Zone goes, Hazard Zone goes free. Yeah. But that'd be yeah. weird. That's that only could be, that's such a small part of that whole game. But I know, but like. That could be a free mode. Could be. Because like I could see Portal being free, but then that's you get everything. I, I feel like just from a, from a marketing perspective, though, it yeah. just does so much work for you where it's like, think about, think about, you know, we've talked about it over and over again, all of the headlines, all of the, yeah. the like, oh my God, it's so broken. Imagine if, he, if it, was, it was buffered by the fact that it's like, yeah, it's free. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, Yo, just wait, come back to it in a couple weeks. Yeah. Nothing yeah. to lose. No worries. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Definitely. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Especially bad right now because of Halo yeah. being free. Just like, shoot, man. PS5, dude, 70 bucks for this Damn. game. Damn. Yeah, seventy dollars. It's an investment, man. I'm playing on PC, but and then there's like only sixty on PC editions that you could get that give you early like access. Hundred bucks. Yeah, like I wasn't. I legitimately wasn't sure when it was actually coming out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a week early Which for like happens, a yeah. way broken version comparatively. Yeah, honestly, Ben, I think if they just added skins in from every Halo yeah. for a while, that would, that's like a more than a year. Of That'll last a while. That's like. I think, be a long I think that's while. cool. I actually really loved the idea of, hey, we're doing a special event. It oh, looks yeah. like Halo One. Yeah, yeah. that's like yeah. that's what you really want. Yeah. I'm just talking about like they do the bare right. minimum. For for right now, I I totally agree. Like I how totally sick agree. would it be? You could just get like the ODST armor or something like that. Dude, yeah. you're just like sick. Yeah, yeah. I'm just jacked to get that samurai armor. Right exactly. Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me that now. Give me that. Playing twenty four seven till I get that. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I'm I want not it. stopping. I want it. Are we ready for some emails? <laughs> Yay. Uh, first email comes in from Brandon. Really like this one. Very uh, seasonal. As we're here during Thanksgiving week in the U.S., I wanted to ask you, Panna, what are some of the best examples of giving as part of gameplay or quests you've seen in a game? Whether it's helping an NPC, gifting a thank you to our teammate or fellow player in a multiplayer game or MMO, or something else entirely, do you think more games should incorporate more mechanics or opportunities for players to give in a game? Thank you for taking this email if you do. Mm-hmm. Happy Thanksgiving and stay easy, fellow allies. Giving people med packs in every battlefield except 2042 <laughs> is my favorite thing. It's pretty like, like They took away one of my favorite things in video games. Like You have no idea... How much I love the simple pleasure of sprinting into explosions and chaos just to throw a med pack down for my team. I'll blow up, I'll die, sure, but that med pack 
is going down for Giving. you. Hmm. Missed Giving. that. Really missed that. Giving gifts to confidants in persona. That's a good one. 10 out of 10. That's a good one because you, you got to make a choice. It's yeah. like, who am I spending time with? Who am yeah. I? Yeah. That's a good one. I don't know necessarily giving a gift, but I think of something being helpful. I immediately thought of Terrytown from Breath of the Wild. Oh, like sure. Helping this town build and helping mm. people move in, just really heartwarming, and it like, ends with the wedding and everything like that. Mm. Makes you feel like you really impacted this these people's lives. 10 out of 10. In a good way. 10 out of 10. Was um, that entirely optional? Right? Yeah. 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 10 out of 10. It's optional. 10 out of 10, the best. Um, uh, Dragon Quest Ten. when I played that. 10? Yes. 10. Ooh. 10 offline, yes. Japan only. Ooh. Yeah. Shit. Uh, I was kind of blown away uh, by just how like nice everybody was because there's a mechanic in the game where like you're battling somebody can come along and just like cheer you on, and I just remember Sick. the vibes that when like you mm-hmm. know just total strangers just being like, like oh, hey what's up? So yeah sick. like what, uh, keep going man like I it was just it was a very small yeah. thing but I think it really contributed to a, a welcoming and friendly yeah. vibe that I appreciate cool. yeah anytime in MMOs when someone runs by and buffs you. Mm-hmm. Oh, 10 out of 10. I, I actually Boom, here's a buff. really love the player accommodation <laughs> system in Final Fantasy XIV mm. as well, where, like, you know, like, you did a good job, and you're, like, you're, you're a little proud of yourself, and then you see you received a player accommodation. Yeah. And it's like, cool, Heck someone yeah. else thought. Here's the thing, though, with that. Yeah. I've played Tank, and tank every and time. DPS. Every yeah. time. Got it way more whenever I play oh, absolutely. Tank. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you every play every time. Absolutely. Yeah, every yeah, time. Yeah. No, no, no. 100%. Like I can bust my, is, my ass off as DPS yeah, and no yeah, one yeah. notices. I'm like, damn. That is no. totally true. Yeah. Yes. Tank and healer every but time. But it still feels good when you get one. Yeah. Especially when you're DPS, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> why it feels special, yeah. like, playing DPS, where you're like, oh, well, I, like, I got it. Um, our next email comes in from Marchin. Uh, hi, Ben Allies. Now, Age of... Empires 4 is already mm-hmm. over two weeks old. I think Fucking more than that at this dude, point. Dude, Isla and I were supposed to play and this. And it already feels like it's time has gone without ever being in the spotlight. This, this. While it's probably a normal thing <sighs> being out of the discussion super fast for so many games today, especially single-player games like Guardians of the Galaxy, Kenna, and Tales of Arise, I thought a multiplayer title like Age of Empires 4 will have a bit more traction. <sighs> excuse me, a bit longer. Many of the outlets I follow... Uh, did not even cover the game very much, as far as I'm aware. We're going Easy to. Also did not, We're going to. the right decision looking at the overall <laughs> We're, of the game. We played Wildermyth first. We're sorry. I myself was so excited for Age of Empires 4, and even with Game Pass, couldn't bring myself to play it. One of the reasons being I'd rather play something on the TV with a controller than sit on the same table that I do uh, my home office yes. work for another yes. four to six yeah. hours. Ditto. Ditto. Let me just get through it real quick. Ditto. I wonder if that's the only reason or if I just didn't feel the zeitgeist I saw with Metroid Dread or Forza Horizon 5. What got me thinking are Blizzard and EA Wright putting StarCraft, WarCraft, and Command & Conquer on the shelf. RTS games feel like, since they're very complex games, they do not generate the return on investment and interest for those IPs. My question is, do you think we will get a AAA RTS at some point, or are those days gone forever and ever? And if so, why do you think that is? Are Dota-style and Battle Royale games the reason for the downfall? If you still have hope, what do you think it would take to see a resurgence of the genre? Okay, it's definitely not their time right now, you know? Right. Like, there's still some, like, high-quality ones out there, like uh, the Warhammer ones and stuff like that. And a yeah. lot of, um, so what the hell's the name for them? 
just like slower paced ones like Frostpunk. Oh, four oh, X games. Four X. You're, you're like, thinking of like uh, like Civilization or though, yeah, yeah, Civilization. I uh, yeah, I feel like real time strategy. Turn, you're thinking of turn based strategy games. Yeah, yes, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And four X for sure. Yeah, um, well, I feel like those are niche but thriving. Right, and so that's that's kind of what I wanted to yeah. get at because I, it's so funny reading this email. The exact same thing happened to me. I've had Age of Empires four installed on my it's, PC. It's installed. I'm for ready to go. Weeks and weeks, yeah. and I just like haven't been able to cross that hurdle and actually sit down and play it yet. Yeah. But as somebody who is an avid lover of fighting games and JRPGs, mm-hmm. um, not everything is going to reach the same level of success. Absolutely. Uh, you are you are going to have some niche. Things, but I think within their own genres, they can thrive as as you guys were hinting at. And it's like I don't just because I don't think there is maybe a lot of overall or mainstream buzz with Age of Empires Four. I don't necessarily think that that means it's doom and gloom. The problem that I run into is like I in middle school I loved Age of Empires Two. But I'm not like a huge Age of Empires guy, and so I'm not really in tune with that community. I can't really tell you how well it's doing. But if it's crossing its own barriers, I think that that is reason to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like more people are playing the remasters of two. It like just came out pretty recently. Hmm. I read like the PC Gamer article about it, and they were just saying like, "Yo, four is cool because it's newer, but like remaster over here yeah. with two is like better right now." So that's actually <laughs> something huge that you're reaching yeah. into. Yeah. Is Sometimes in genres you have games that are just so good mm-hmm. at that particular genre that they 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 struggle by point of comparison. <laughs> uh, with StarCraft Two, it was constantly compared to StarCraft One, and you yeah, had Brood War for sure. you had uh, Brood War is a flawless game, right? And so that's the thing where it's like it's perfection. It's like they they, they kind of already perfected the wheel, yeah, yeah. and it's like it, the new game is being criticized and compared to in a negative way. Mm-hmm. The old thing. I, I think RTS has that problem in abundance. Yeah. Uh, right? Like where Red Alert uh, yeah. 2 yeah. is perfect. Is it Red Alert 2 or 1? I think 2. Red two Alert is what 2. I hear. Red Alert 2 is like perfection. Right. Here's the thing with like, okay, so I do think MOBAs killed a lot of the momentum RTSs because at the time, RTSs were the kings of esports. Yeah. And that whole audience that was into that pretty much moved on. Number two is. Two of the biggest RTSs out there are like dead essentially, which was StarCraft and Warcraft. Yeah. And I think with StarCraft 2 Huber, I think honestly having three versions of that game did not help it. Helped me. I love it. It helped ride. you, but like I remember yeah. when that StarCraft 2 came out, people yeah. were like Terran only mm-hmm. kind of thing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think you, you get your one game and your mm-hmm. expansion. And yeah. that's what RTS fans were used to at the time a lot of times. Yeah. And I think that hurt it. And I feel like it's a very intimidating genre for people to hop into. Dude, it is. Yeah. Like, there was a time where I was just, like, trying to get into StarCraft Two and watching videos, and it was like, this... And even today, like, playing RTSs, it, it, it is... Like, I'm not... It, that has an appeal and, and a value, but it's like, oh, God, like... And I already go through that with fighting games mm-hmm. that like sitting down for an RTS yeah. is it's it's a lot of work and that can be so rewarding and I think that's so valuable. This is not me slamming it, yeah. but like 
at least with a MOBA, it's like I'm managing one character and I'm coordinating with mm-hmm. the team. Mm-hmm. It's something crazy when it's like, okay, I've got three bases that I'm managing, trying to make sure I've, I've, I'm doing something productive. I'm also trying to harass this person. I have to, like, the amount of, like, mental effort it takes to play a RTS competently is nothing to yeah, say. It's very yeah. intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it takes a lot of work and you have to work at it. It's like, a, yeah. if you want to be really good at fighting game, but yeah. even... It seems like a heavier barrier to entry because you know yeah, the fighting. Sure. Even if you don't, you don't know what you're doing, you can throw some punches and have a good time. Right, and there's like, you know, games now. It's like, well, here's an auto combo. If you just mash square, yeah. you'll do something. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. For about Crusader Kings as well, it just came out. Like the genre is doing well. The forex genre is real time. Well, I Crusader think Kings is has taking like, a has like a lot of elements to that, mm-hmm. of like you know, making decisions and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, that just came out, yeah. and that got tens from numerous places. Oh, yeah, yeah, Right, but... So, I think but, real-time strategy is just kind of... But, like, how many kinda... people are coming... New people are coming into these games, you know? Like I had never RTS played games. Crusader Kings. I'm talking about, like, RTS. Like, well, younger audiences. Like, oh, yeah. Not a lot as much. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and they're so PC-focused. Yes, they are. You know? They and are. I still think... Like, PC gaming is massive, obviously, but I still think it is inherently, like, less so than an Xbox. Like, you know? It's a like, lot of people that... Well, I think it's just easier to get into a console game off the bat yeah. for most people. You know, you just buy the box, yeah. you plug it in, you go. Like, there's something just hardcore about playing a strategy game on your computer. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, I just, yeah. And I don't know. The other thing it, with it is, is you have to go. I think where because RTSs, I think fundamentally in a lot of ways, are really built around a competitive scene. Mm-hmm. And there was a period of time where it was kind of a don- dominant genre in the competitive scene. And it's not anymore. And mm-hmm. I think that is a huge part of it. Yep. I-, I think something that is exciting to watch because there is this credible community around it where you have these legends that you're excited to talk about. Like, fighting games, in a lot of ways, have that because it's like, oh, it's fun watching this legend go from mm-hmm. game to game to see how they're going to mm-hmm, do. Yeah. Like, I'm going to show up to see how well they play Samurai Showdown or, you know, King of Fighters 15 or Guilty Gear Strive or whatever it is. And that kind of, that person is helping so many different games, but if you don't have that in the genre right yeah. now, it's difficult. Yeah. Seriously. I love that. It's like stop hating on the competition. Celebrate the competition because mm. competition is good. It makes, you know, developers try harder. Like right. we're competing against this thing. I feel like what Blizzard's downfall with, with StarCraft and everything, like by, by StarCraft being irrelevant now, like it's hit the whole genre. Oh, absolutely. You know? Because StarCraft was such a dominating yeah. force. Yeah. It's like, you know... The whole genre suffering, so it's yeah. like, yo, celebrate the competition. Like, don't, yeah, like you can you can have your allegiances, but like, don't fully just disregard mm-hmm. the other side. I don't know. And it's also like, if a publisher is like, okay, we want to make a new game. I I think What's going right into now? going into yeah. RTS is going to be a harder. Totally. You go you to invest a lot of money yeah. in you. Some investors like, what are they playing on Twitch right, right. now? Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, Battle Royale, yeah. Battle Royale, MOBA, but, MMO, yeah. okay. It's sick. <laughs> They're still around. They're still coming out, which is yeah. great, you know. I think it's really cool that, you know, given the opportunity for like a Mario and Rabbids game to come out, they didn't make a platformer, they made you know, an XCOM game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that can carry a lot of it too, yeah. where it's like when you have those opportunities with big names that that will inject yeah. a lot of trends come and yeah. go. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Our last email comes in from James, uh, who asked a very simple question. Uh, hey, Ben and Participating Allies, after the debacle of the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy Definitive Edition, I was wondering what improvements you would make to each game in order to turn the utter shambles of the real GTA Trilogy into a Definitive Edition that truly lives up to the term Definitive. Uh, remove all the bugs. <laughs> Done. I'll start small and just get that frame rate steady. Yeah. And bugs, like technical. Everything yeah. else is fine. Like, I know people don't like the art style. I love it. Mm. I've been playing a shitload of this. I think the problem with the art style that is I would push changes? back on is, no, the inconsistency. Yeah. Like, there would be moments where I'm like, oh, this looks pretty good, and then I'll mm. see a face, and I'm like, this looks terrible, <laughs> right? And so you shouldn't, I feel like that reaction shouldn't be there. I sure. feel like there should be more I consistency. Think, yeah. It'd be sick if you could play the original versions in that. Toggle? Yeah. yeah. Or, like, even Toggle. just, like, a separate mode at, like, a title should, screen or yeah, something. They should have been Classic, just in the package, man. Classic remake version or yep. whatever. You know, they, sh- they should have just been give in you there. both options. Totally. You boot it up. Classic or definitive? What do you want? Yeah. I realize that music licensing is a nightmare. Yes. And that like it's impossible to. Yeah. But the question is, what would you do? And it's like for that, a series where the music is so important, every single track that yeah. was in the original has have to, to be have in it, the on it has. Yeah. To, it's right. like the bare minimum. Like, I want to know how much this franchise has made Lifetime. Yeah. And they can't pay some some licensing well, fees. sometimes it's more than that. Yeah. yeah. Still, like... Yeah. Like, Lionel Richie just, like, did not yeah, want to be want in it. it. He yeah. fundamentally disagrees okay. with... Yeah. Well, that, then, okay. Right, so it's... Yeah, I'm just saying, like, hypothetically, sure. though. Good yeah, call. It would be nice. Um, this I, is another one of those instances where it's, like... <laughs> This is I did a whole syndrome on this. It's a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. But then I have a night where I play ten missions and no problems happen. It's like, your Pokemon. <laughs> it is. It's your yeah, Pokemon. It's GTA. Yeah. I'm biased. It's, yeah, absolutely. I'm obsessed. They're, they're phenomenal games. Yeah. 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 Fundamentally. Like pulling a bank heist. You always make fun of me because I say top three things of all time. Like bank heists are definitively. I just made fun of you in the moment. <laughs> I'm not doing it yeah. every day. <laughs> bank heists are top three <laughs> definitive things. Obsessed. Um, it's weird because I feel like in the <laughs> definitive edition they like tried to improve aiming, but like didn't. Somehow mm. it feels the same. It's like different, but it still feels the same. Yeah, I definitely think that like aiming and how it functions <laughs> yeah. in classic GTA could be improved. Yes, yes. Uh, and so to like actually do that, yeah. I think would be neat. Yeah. yeah. Something about it. I don't like. The 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 vocal performances I think are so fundamental to those games that you can't change. Like don't can't re-record, change. don't change. change. Yeah, I think you got to keep that in place. Yeah, because like when things are flowing, when I get into a rhythm, yeah, I'm surprised by how similar it feels mm. to the original. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm shocked by how similar it is to play, even though there's so many problems. Yeah, it time ju- will tell. I think just the bugginess and the sloppiness yeah. is like unbelievable for games that are so essential. Mm-hmm. And that's going to do it. Holiday rush. Sorry to nope. cut you off. Go for it. It's a holiday rush we're talking about. Oh, yes, Got to yeah. get your game out yeah. before Thanksgiving. Pay up. It's absurd. Got to please those shareholders. Yep. Uh, that's going to do it for Frame Trap. Thank you so much to everybody who wrote in. If you would like to send an email to Frame Trap, the address is askeasyallies at gmail.com. One more time, that is askeasyallies at gmail.com. Thank you so much for a fun episode, Michael Huber and Bradley Ellis. Until next time.